0: Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Ben Errington and I'm joined by co host, Mr Andy Conduit Turner. Hello, Ben, and indeed, hello everybody. You alright? <laughs> well, I'm 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 doing good. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, all right, you know. Mustn't complain. Certainly not anything podcast relevant. Don't complain.
0: Please don't complain. Uh well, you can complain. You know, this is a safe space for for everybody. Uh listeners and hosts alike. If you've got any complaints or uh anything you need to bring up, admin, general, general admin. No? So All right, well, we'll we'll save we'll save the complaining <laughs> for later. If we have any, who knows? We might have some complaining. It seems like a lot of people have got a lot of complaints based on the movie we're gonna be covering today. Um you know i'd say justifiable but of course we will get into that um what, yeah well first of all we'll just we'll just mention that if you're watching on youtube you will might be confused cuz andy has got a background which is doesn't seem to be relevant to halloween ends without spoiling too much although we are going to spoil the movie today halloween yeah, ends
2: it's new but so spoilers so listen if you don't care or it won't spoil your enjoyment enjoyment we will do plot beat for beat if you, if you aren't, aren't spoiled it, it won't
0: spoil your but, uh, enjoyment <laughs> i like that no <laughs> exactly yeah, sorry so what's the what's the what's the relevance of your background
2: oh All nothing right. i just i just sometimes feel like maybe i'll have sometimes it's good to just take a completely different some would say a relevant direction in your background and then maybe halloween <laughs> will end in my background in the last 20 minutes or
0: so of the podcast okay i see what you're doing there my background looks like uh, what well, you mentioned a scene from uh, maybe eastenders yeah a, dom- looks- a domestic a domestic dispute get out of my pub but it's more like <laughs> get out of get out of my kitchen for god's sake get out of my adamfield my all oh. get out of my adamfield they've just just leave adamfield for god's sake nothing but trouble um she's and got Michael like will be out and be- i'm your dad i'm your what dad I've shagging your, da- your wife, I'm your dad. <laughs> i shagging your wife and your dad. What do you think that is on the on the fridge? There's a there's like a letter on the fridge with a little duck uh magnet. What do you think it is? It looks <sighs> like uh it looks like a, looks like a <laughs> takeaway menu? P <P60>. sixty. <laughs> oh no, you look at the other side, I'm looking behind. It looks like a P60, P45. Right, Don't get them like, in America. It's got some really odd formatting. Isn't that font? Michael Myers is fuming of it. He just wants to. Although one thing we do wi- we do realize is that um, he's actually quite one of his weaknesses is fridges. It seems. Yeah, but uh, we'll, f- well, obviously, yes, we will get into that. We'll cover to that. Weak he Spends quite a lot of this film quite poorly. Incredibly poorly. Yeah, as you would do if you were in a sewer for four years, eating nothing but I don't know soiled spend... nappies and... <laughs> and your fingers chopped off. It's going to get infected. <sighs> dipping it in sewer water oh disgusting uh this is a weird film and i think for that point we we've got a hell of a lot to cover so let's give ourselves that time that we need by jumping quickly into horror news and mentioning first off first off that halloween ends has made nearly 60 million dollars worldwide so far it's the number one movie in the us um and pretty much all major domestic charts as well so despite the fact that it's released on Demand as well on, uh, I think it's Peacock, something like that. Yeah, um, it's Peacock in the US. Despite the fact that it's it's released on there, it's made a lot of it's made a lot of cheddar. It's made a lot of dough. Um, people are very keen. Obviously, I guess at Halloween Kills, which opened to forty nine million, um, in twenty twenty one, which is kind of weird because you kind of think, uh, if anything, I would have thought Halloween Kills would have like killed some of the hype. For this trilogy um, If it was a good film I can imagine why Halloween ends Would suddenly be hyped up as much as it is But I guess People are just like, are they forgetting that film Or okay, I know some people did enjoy it I don't know, it's the spooky season Nights are drawing in Get the cinema don't you Nights are drawing in um, I don't want to pay for my own lecky and uh and gas keeping me warm, keep me warm and toasty in my house. I want to get myself to a cinema. Um where for some reason when it's cold outside, get eaten on. Uh and when it's cold <laughs> inside, get the air con on, full blast. Chattering away, not not just spooky, cold. Chattering away, like the like the chatterer from Hellraiser last week. Um yeah, so it's always good to see horror movies. Making a lot of money, and I saw I saw you having a few tweets um earlier where you were talking about like remakes and sequels and stuff, and the fact that what what were you talking about? I'm sorry, I, I peered in, I, I, I had a little peer in. I was like Michael Myers peering out you're standing into, the, at, you're into standing out the leaves, having a little look into the Haddonfield
2: that was my Twitter exchange. Exactly. Yeah, I was talking to we can call a friend of the show, right? I was talking to Zoe. And she she was commenting about the new Hellraiser film. She enjoyed it very much, if her tweets are to be believed. And why wouldn't they be? Um, Saying she enjoyed it very much. Someone else had replied to her and said, "Oh, didn't see that it needed remaking." And so he pointed out that she'd used to have been dead against remakes, but actually now, if it introduces a new audience to a film, good. And my addition to that was that, yeah, I'm. I probably felt the same. I think younger. Is it your first experiment with being grumpy and old about anything? Is it like, oh, you get to be wanky about a thing and going, no, remaking this, are you? Remaking (sighs) this oxide and neutrino. The casualty music was fine. thanks.
0: Um, (laughs) Of all the the examples, you um, could have plucked out the air. I had that on CD singles, so you're talking to the right guy. Add that one. Um,
2: you know, not all the things I'm known for, Ben, my drum and bass credentials, probably
0: not one of them, but the I beast have, the beast beast was that. just a remake, uh it was just a remix. What a waste of time. I like it when it's a different track completely. Oh, when you got yeah. when you got a banger, why not double down? Yeah.
2: Um but um yeah, I think that's maybe your first experiment at anything in media saying, Oh, I don't like remakes. But now I I feel similar to Zoe that actually why not remake remake what you want remake what you want because yeah. best case scenario, a new audience sees it and best case scenario, it's real good. Mm. Worst case scenario, it's no good, you've wasted your money, bad for you, but more people will, like the old one will always still exist, you can't delete it. Let's use the same videotapes. No. And <laughs> um, in many cases, if a film comes out that is disappointing and people go well oh, that one's not very good and they say well actually the original one was really good. Maybe those new audiences will go and find that.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. And I think, you know, something like Evil Dead is a great example. I think everybody was like, Evil Dead remake? Oh, my God. The absolute tra- um, travesty of that. And then when it came out, it was awesome. Everyone was still again, one of my favourites a completely different film as well so it wasn't like they've just done it shot for shot i think my only my only minor annoyance of remakes is when they take a foreign language movie remake it and essentially the only thing they change is 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 the main language of it and i'm almost like well that seems that to me that seems almost like a pointless exercise um and that is a bit of a shame because that almost does sometimes kind of for some audiences eradicate the original from existence because people are just like well what you know for people who don't like subtitles why would i watch that when i could just watch um you know why would i watch let the right one in when i can watch let me in because it's not that much different is it really that's the only time i think i'd be a, a little bit disappointed i think when films are like 30 40 t- t- to a lesser degree 20 years old um and they're successful moderately successful and then you make a and there is a remake it isn't always going to work out won't always be a hit, but yeah, I think I agree with that point of it reaching a new audience. Um Yeah, which is why I don't think I was particularly annoyed when uh, the new Halloween came out because soft reboot, I guess. Um, Evil Dead, yes, but yeah, I think the only ones that kind of do a perfect example is that movie Good Night Mummy, which I think is only a only a few years old. And then yeah, it's gone, when something's got...
2: when something's new and they've done shot yeah. for shot. Just redub it if you if you're desperate for a non if you're desperate yeah. for a non foreign language movie because subtitles are difficult then by all means yeah. redub it re-dub it if you must give your money to the poor
0: perfect <laughs> give your money to the poor perfect example of that as well is when wreck got remade and then called quarantine because that was the same film um just with American actors just with English speaking actors and that was that 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 almost was like a bit of a Spit in the face of the filmmakers when they're just like, just because yours isn't English, it's not good enough for yeah, it's
2: not good enough to be popular mainstream cinema Mm -hmm. and
0: like so many of those films as well.
2: I feel like the setting or the, um, you know the the culture behind some of those is sometimes essential to the delivery of the movie. Then and Mm -hmm. I will be. I'm gonna show my prejudice here because I think this coming out was in prime. I don't like remakes territory, and I haven't rewatched it for years. I should give it another chance because I know it's actually meant to be good. Didn't like the American version of the ring when it came out.
0: Oh yeah, of course.
2: I I really didn't care we for it. Mentioned I, that before, yeah. And and th- I'll be very honest. I think I've only watched it the once. And I didn't like it, and I haven't cared enough to watch it again. Hearing you talk about it. Um, Maybe I should give it another shot because I hear it's, mm. you know, it's got it's got good people in it, and they do try to do something different with it. But yeah. at the time, I was big into um, like a lot of like Japanese horror that I was watching at the time. I mm. just watched things like Audition. I think Battle Royale was sort of my favorite movie and novel at the time that I watched it. Um, like, and I I felt it was really difficult for them to translate what was so culturally embedded in mm-hmm. in kind of the the Japanese culture behind it all and the characters that are in there that I found it really difficult to look at it from another from another angle. I thought what's that bit with the horse?
0: Don't even know what's going on there. Like I just jumped That's off that bear, ferry.
1: Yeah. Um, Hated
0: it. Seasick. Yeah. Um yeah, I know what you mean. I mean I saw the American Ring before I saw Ringu. So for me it was almost like it kind of caught me at the perfect time when i hadn't gone into my into like my love of, of of asian cinema um which came a few years later i think when i eventually saw that film so but yeah i completely i completely understand um and it's a good it's a good point isn't it okay so moving on moving swiftly on from that big topic um there's a there was an image shared yesterday which was like a title treatment for silent hill and apparently konami are going to reveal some sort of update about the franchise this wednesday so if you're listening to this episode on wednesday october the 19th probably the day this episode releases on all 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 platforms then please keep your eye out um for an update from silent hill i was a bit like oh what's it gonna be a new game or something but uh, you weren't so sure you weren't so sure uh
2: I saw people diving into you on Facebook to pour cold water on those expectations. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, I've I've seen what they've been doing with things like Metal Gear and so on.
0: Yeah.
2: Konami, I think, may be more than any other, you know, Sega nip at their heels sometimes, but for a company with so many wonderful, like, beloved IPs in their pocket, either choose to do nothing with them or do shit things with them. It mm. feels like for such a long time, and I think that there's a large sway of people that haven't forgiven them for Silent Hills, aka PT, just mm.
0: being absolutely And then what was the latest Metal Gear thing? That Metal Gear. Oh, survived. Metal Gear. Metal Gear Survive. Right. Yeah. I don't think I gave it even a second of my time. I, I've
2: not. I've not downloaded it. I didn't. I mean, it's on Game Pass and stuff, I believe, or at least was. But like the whole thing about, do you want to pay for a second save slot, or <laughs> do you or just, or just the grind of it and the and everything else? Yeah. I, I didn't even engage with it in the in in the least. They need to finish the the last Metal Gear game, um. But I, yeah, it, they've they've got a habit recently of. Claiming to do an announcement about a game and then be like, okay. "Oh, I'll tell you what, it is a it is a gambling machine that we're doing <laughs> with the with with the license on it, or here's a so, blockchain thing
0: that we're doing." I'm like, okay, yeah. What do we say? Pyramid head themed pyramid tea bags from yeah. I mean, I'd do that. I'd <laughs> be good though, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be good. I'd like that. The only reason I thought maybe it is a big announcement because I know it sounds silly, but title treatment you know, a, 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 what looks like a new title treatment. It doesn't look like a old one. Most of the time, again, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> Most of the time, for me at least, I'm like, okay, that's something That's something new. That's something to... And it says, like, in your restless dreams, do you see that town? Now, whether that means new game, whether it means remake, remaster, or something like that, there's, there's memes going around, and there have been memes going around for a number of years, where it's like Silent Hill... In terms of all the major survival horror franchises, have always been getting stiffed. Yeah. Resident Evil, you got a series, you got a movie, you got a new game, you got DLC, you got all this stuff coming at you all the time. Um, Silent Hill, nothing. Not a, not a sausage, not a crumb. Can I just have a crumb of, of content, please? Absolutely, there of Silent Hill. And then there's obviously a con, obviously, we've got the Callisto protocol, we've got a Dead Space remake, we've got, um, Resident Evil DLC, and then what else have we got next year? I just thought there was a few other horror horror game, Alone in the Dark, new Alone in the Dark, yeah. um, and probably someone else. But it seems like every horror franchise is going. Well, we've got some brand new for you, some brand new delicious content. Oh, so, no, that's the skeleton at the bottom of the pool. That's the skeleton at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. My favorite meme. <laughs> um, my favorite meme template. But yeah. Let's 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 see what happens. Um... I hope we get something. I, I I
2: cynicism aside, I think if they, with the content they put out and the fact that they they do a lot of ridiculous things, but I don't think they're so lacking in awareness that they would publish something say, hey, big announcement this week, and then it be, um, some new Silent Hill coasters are available. We have got but... some
0: Silent Hill lunchboxes for you
2: yeah yeah I, I don't think they would do that so hopefully it will be a new game or movie or a tv series that's in vogue right now um mm-hmm. yeah hopefully a bit of media tell you what ben i'm going to put a difficult choice in front of you though in true twitter you can only choose one style okay right so you've got an opportunity here you've um Safe don't, don't don't talk to me in that tone of voice because I think I'd do a quiz again. And well, you've got the <laughs> opportunity. There's not a right or wrong answer, Ben. That's the difference. Okay. You're given the keys to the kingdom and you get to make the decision. Mm. You're gonna green light one new game in a franchise. So the hopes of this franchise being reinvigorated and carrying on a new. It's down to you making this decision now. The other one is going back in... I, I feel to- like I know what you're going to say. Going into that warehouse, the Ark of the Covenant one. Lost for all time. Okay. Silent Hill Dino Crisis.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. First of all, I was like, where's he going with this? And I knew it. Um, it's got to be Dino Crisis, isn't it? Because... Yeah, fuck off, Pyramid Head. Dinosaurs forever. I honestly feel like that would be it would just be a ama- it'd be amazing and so unexpected, I think. With Silent Hill, you're like, okay, this is a huge, a huge franchise with lots and lots of games. And sure it's been quiet for a while, and sure they canned a, a very big project which had Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima. That that's right, isn't it? All those people involved. Yeah, they're
2: all over it. All. They're all
0: over it. But you still kind of hold out hope where you're like, eventually. Something else is going to come along for them. Did Elijah Wood retweet it as well? And people were going on about that the Silent Hill tweet. Elijah Wood retweeted it with some I eye eyes eye <laughs> emojis. But I feel like with Dino Crisis, it would be completely unexpected. We've only essentially had three games, and not not even any like spin-offs or anything like that. Three games, and the third one was an absolute shit show. So I think yeah, Dino Crisis with like the R E engine because obviously it's a cool look at that what time imagine imagine the the
2: promotional escape room for that yes
0: oh yes but i think i'd like dino crisis anything to be fair so um sorry silent hill if it did come down to that i would take dino crisis but i'm for i mean fortunately we're not living in that world we could get both i don't know i'd be way more excited like if you I think right now if you said oh there's gonna be a new Resi game, a new Metal Gear game, a new Silent Hill game, a new pretty much anything. Dino Crisis feels so forgotten in time. Like just like the dinosaurs that are the yeah. antagonists. Um <laughs> I'd love it. You get real excited there. Yeah. Bring that's, him in. that's what you want. Come on, um, Regina. But you spoke
2: about um you mentioned it in passing with the other ones. Other bit of horror news. Seen old uh master of horror himself, old John Carpenter. Apparently he's got a little bit of downtime these days, and oh, he loves yeah. he loves doing a bit of streaming. He loves playing a few games. Yes, he does. And he's big into Dead Space, even the third one, and he says, tell you <laughs> what, I, Dead Space would be a good film. I could do that,
0: and I'd love to yeah. see you do it, John. Oh, of course we would. Now, I think he said it before, but I think he's like doubled down on it this time. Right, I think he said it in passing. I don't know, maybe someone just walked past him and said, What how are you doing, John? He went, Oh, I bloody love Dead Space, love to make a film. And I, oh, yeah. Um, now in my head, the cynic in me is going, Would it just be like Ghost of Mars? But <laughs> that's the cynic in me. The other part of me thinking, you know, the master of horror with the thing, there's obviously loads of body horror with the necro what are you called, necromorphs? necromorphs, yeah, necromorphs, loads of body horror with that. Um just cast uh, Kurt Russell for God's sake! Yeah, <laughs> no one cares. Isaac, he's got he got his helmet on the old time. No one cares. Didn't even speak in the first game. Yeah, he is. Spe- yeah. He is speaking in the remake, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, I saw yeah. some
2: clips of it, and he's going to do some talking.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did he did talking in Dead Space Two and Three, didn't they? But yeah, that would be amazing. Somebody funds that. Um, obviously, he's not made a movie for a while, is he? What was his last movie? Uh, what's the the, the Ward? The Ward. Is it got? It's got oh, a more
2: complicated name than that. It's um, the warden. It's Something about out. it's Shane about
0: Ward. Oh, Shane Ward. <laughs> Shane Ward, X Factor winner, two thousand and six. I don't even know if that's correct. If it is correct, I'm some sort of genius.
2: No, Matt Cardle though is he maniac hub himself. <laughs>
0: yeah. Great throwback to a to a previous episode. Jumped back in time like thirty episodes. I like it. That's commitment. Uh, okay, and the only other bit of news I've got is the Wicker Man TV series is ter- is being turned... Sorry, the Wicker Man is being turned into a TV series with Andy Serkis helping it. Old old Gollum himself. Old King Kong himself. Old, Caesar. Uh, Caesar himself. Old Ulysses uh, Claw. Ulysses Claw himself. Um, director of Venom 2. Let's remember that. Let's remember that before we go... Oh my God, the Wickerman TV ser- series, helmed by Andy Serkis. He made Venom 2. Um, apparently, it will re- reportedly take place in a modern setting. Um, a classic, that's pretty much all we got here. But isn't
2: the Wickerman now, isn't that how the government currently runs in this country?
0: I think so, yeah. I think that's exactly how it happens. Basically, this, this TV show is going to open with Liz Truss in a Wickerman being
2: burned up to revitalize
0: the pork markets. Yeah, <laughs> to revitalize the support markets. I'm visiting the support markets. Um, yeah, I mean that's the only way for it to go out. I think. Not saying I would con, I-, I wouldn't condemn that, but I wouldn't condemn it. You know, maybe the maybe the sun god will bring back our crops. Yeah, that's true. That that is true. Maybe that's what happened To be fair, if we just get if the UK just goes in- turns into goes full folk horror, I'm I'm up for it at this stage. Do you know what I mean she's going to be like suggesting we have wickerman's in our in our houses uh, in our gardens to 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 heat but our it's, homes it's over it's the winter get you heating bill right yeah exactly just get a wickerman in there um it's fine and find yourself a lovely virgin policeman to to burn up in there as well you know
2: unfortunately due to the loopholes you have to give him a chance to shag the landlord's daughter but if he doesn't take it. Fair game,
0: <laughs> shag the landlord's daughter. I think the uh,
2: <laughs> that film. Could... Oh, go on, she shags anyone. nah shan. shags anyone. I shan't, I <laughs> shan't actually. Um, because I love the Bible and not having sex. Okay, I do. Uh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> get in Maybe the Wickerman, what?
0: mate. Edward, get in the Wickerman for God's sake. Uh, yeah, so that is some horror news for this week. That's quite nice. Is there anything you've been watching this week? I know you've watched a certain something that we did mention last week.
2: Tell you what, yeah, I've been I've been blitzing through. Tell me,
0: tell me, what's that one? And I'll make sure I cover that one first. Deadstream, but also you've not, you can't have watched as much as you watched last week. You watched like nine hundred and sixty-four things last week. Not,
2: not far off, Ben.
0: Not far oh. off. Carrying on, been a busy ha- boy, haven't you? Carrying on, yeah. Deadstream.
2: Should we talk about that first? Because we have both seen that now. Yeah, I really like How do you it. Feel about you know?
0: that? I think it might be one of my favorites this Halloween season. I think it was at Fright Fest as well, and for some reason we didn't get to see it when it was uh when it was at Fright Fest. But yeah, it's pretty pretty hilarious. And you know, as a movie, like you can com- you'd compare it to a lot of people compared it to Dash Camos, like oh, we got a bit of an abrasive, over the top um protagonist. But sure, he's a dickhead, and sure he- he's problematic, but he- he's he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah,
2: not in the same, not quite in the same way exactly. No, but no, no. It's really tightly done. It's very funny. Um, it's played, it's played more overtly for comedy. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really nicely paced. I loved the way that the shots were built on top of each other with him installing cameras. Yeah, I loved the kind of schlocky effects that we have
0: here. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, like the effects were kind of they weren't great, but this is the thing. The effects in e- the original Evil Dead aren't great, but it doesn't take you out of the film for what it is. It kind of looks a bit silly. It looks a bit not cheap, but you know, it looks lower budget, but you, you know uh, what, I'll, just what, I'll,
2: what I'll tell you Ben th- this feels like it should be a pull quote put me on the box with this bad boy um, <laughs> Deadstream is to the Blair Witch what Saints Row is to Grand Theft Auto. Oh wow, okay. Okay. Said, very, very niche metaphor for people that's who good. experience those other tangential pieces of media. But so <laughs> it is. It's it's kind of like the uh, template of that thing made ridiculous and fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I didn't. I didn't think of any comparisons to Blair Witch, but yeah, I guess the found footage element of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a found.
2: It's like a found footage or like a like a POV, mostly POV. They engineer ways to get beyond that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, it had a lot of really fun ideas. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, just like a really unexpected good time. Like I kind of I, okay. With a concept like that, you might think, uh, I, I know where it's going to go. It's going to go here, here, and here. It's going to probably back itself into a corner a bit, and then maybe go a bit, gen- a bit might be a, in going a few cliched directions. You know, um, maybe he's going to come good or go a bit serious towards the end. But uh, it just, it was just, it was just fun, and it's it's fun and still like jumpy and kind of scary and exhilarating yeah. in the same way. So.
2: It was very exhilarating. Yeah, so that was probably, yeah, one of my picks of the month so far. But it's not the only mm-hmm. thing I've watched, Ben. I've rattled through a few more. Yeah, I've uh, been doing some more Hellraisers. I've done Hellraiser 5, which I think is called Inferno.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think that, yeah, Inferno. And after the time-jumping adventures of Hellraiser 4... This uh is a story about a police detective who's on the trail of a murderer. Is he or is it a is it Hellraiser? Is on
0: the trail of a murderer or is he on the trail of that little box? Yeah, all all on the trail sticks. of that box.
2: Yep. Yeah, so it's a it's a police procedural Hellraiser time there. Um, and after that, I watched Hellraiser Six, which is called Hellseeker. Um Hellseeker. Okay,
0: is it? Um, I think
2: so, and that's about this time. Like, I lose track of the thing because. Oh no. There, there isn't. There is. It. There isn't necessarily anything about the 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 heading that's about the film because I'm a right hellseeker. I am. It doesn't. <laughs> um, in, in this one, um, he's a man whose wife is the original Christie from the original two. Don't get too excited okay. though. She's she's gone from the very beginning. Oh. Um yeah, so she um like she's possibly she's dead and he's lost his memory and there's all sorts of things going on, but he works in office and he has affairs. He loves the, the He
0: does what? Yeah. I'll tell you what, like adultery is definitely a theme in in Hellraiser, in, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. People love shagging about in these Hellraiser films. Um, Yeah. Gets you into trouble. Mm. I mean, if you're going to do like, have one vice, be it puzzle boxes or shagging about not both, please. Because if if you like both of those things, then you're in for it. in a (laughs) movie. Um, So that goes goes on there. Um, Mm. uh, And I've just started but haven't got to finish before we got to recording. I'm halfway through currently. Hellraiser7 Deaders. What's it um, called? Deaders.
0: Deaders.
2: Yeah, I think the deaders appear to be a bit like a. Yeah, a, a, a they're a bit like a gang, and uh, an investigative journalist has just met. Okay. A guy who is one of those classic that guys from like British dramas. Ah, um, uh, okay. On a train, classic. and he's a he's a lead, on like an orgy train that she got on. Um,
0: right. Okay. Orgy yeah, train. He,
2: People just walking about, got the chop out and everything on there. Just walking about, copping off with each other. Uh, and she goes, yeah, about this puzzle. And, you know, we're, we're seeing what's happening. She's starting to see some visions. She she has opened the box. Or maybe it was a dream about opening the box and some chains came out. It's hard to keep track of these things. But yeah, yeah. it's the, the series has gone quite silly now. I'll be ready for the reboot that we've already watched by the time we get to the end. But I am going to finish it um i've watched um i've been doing a little bit of um raven banner movies For some of those i picked up a while ago i've been watching uh cyst uh which is just an hour long okay yeah, yeah. an hour long gross out sort of slapstick horror horror comedy about a scientist it's got a laser for burning cysts off very gross i watched the pizza
0: the pizza gate massacre Oh, oh my god i've only ever seen the i've only ever seen the poster for this and is it now is it a serious take on like the pizza gate or is it like satire um
2: it actually has it, it is satire it is a comedy um yeah. <sighs> over the top there are serious moments with like gunfights between like these militia people who believe there are these you know led by the kind of the the uh, yeah. agitator broadcasters talking about lizard people and going through these things. It's, it's interesting. Like It's it's, a, it's an interesting movie. It's crazy and it's over the top with the the violence as well. Yeah. Um, I have watched... I'm going to save that one for last. Uh, I've watched more of The Midnight Club. I'm not finished yet. I've got one episode of Midnight Club left to go um, mm. at the very end of that. Um, I watched Scare Package on Shudder, which was very fun. Oh yeah, like just a, just a little 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 anthology. Um, Did you with... see
0: Scare Package too?
2: Not no. yet, not yet. No. Just seen I Scare Package so, yeah. one. Um, oh, the last thing we both see and we'll talk about it. So I'll just cover the last of the things that I've been watching. Oh no, two more. I watched The Inside Man. I on BBC the um, it's like a four part drama. Okay. Got David Tennant as a thing. I would say not horror necessarily, but. I have not watched anything so stressful in all my days. Just saying, <laughs> oh no, oh no,
0: oh no, please.
2: Just all the things that could possibly go wrong. It's one of those things where you watch it, and I know it could never happen this way because it would mean the 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 story wouldn't happen. But uh, things that go wrong in this thing, and it's oh, just just stop and explain properly because you're making it worse. And it just gets worse and Stop. worse and worse. Just
0: communicate. Just communicate for God's sake. No, no, no.
2: Just just, just phone the police. Just get just get it over with. It's horrible. But um, <laughs> yeah, I watched that. And then the last the last thing before the thing we both watched together, I watched Stalker. It came out on VOD this week after we couldn't catch it at um Oh, did it? Okay. Okay Yeah, it's it's you can you can rent it now. At um heart. Yeah can you miss him but the rest of the cast um, yeah it's, it's like a pretty much a one scene movie so good I mean I feel like I've said how much I enjoyed Deadstream stalkers probably up there as like, it's really really good excellent yeah. really really brilliant
0: that's good glad to hear it what was the thing that we both seen the wolfman oh yeah of course yeah okay so before I talk about the wolfman what else have I seen this week uh oh good question i finished up with darmer and the last few episodes which w- when he gets um, incarcerated and eventually killed are there's a lot of focus on on the effect of his of his murders not just on the victims and the victims families but also on the community as a whole which i thought is an interesting thing to talk about especially considering that's covered quite intently on halloween ends as well how like a tragedy or or you know an evil an act of evil can affect um a community as well um maybe outstays it's welcome for a while i feel like if it was like six to eight episodes i could have possibly understood the fact it goes 10 episodes feels like maybe too much to spend a little bit kind of going over the same sort of things yeah um There's also something called the the there's like the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes, which is on Netflix. But I don't know. I feel like I maybe just maybe I've had my fill to do it now. And I know it sounds like, yeah, of course, all
2: all would out.
0: Yeah, possibly all Dahmer'd out. But also, like I'm definitely in the in the in of the mindset. We're thinking, getting a lot of attention, you know. And obviously, it's happened a long time ago. He was arrested thirty years ago. Um, But again is it just one of those things where a a, a violent killer is being given all this publicity and then but that is what i respect of the series that at least it tries to tell the story of a lot of the victims i say a lot of the victims probably only two or three of them maybe maybe four but it could have done a bit better at like covering a, a lot of the victims um lives as well okay so that was that and i've almost finished the rings of power now which i've really been enjoying um, I think it's great. I've got kind of, I'm I'm all over Lord of the Rings stuff at the moment. I'm playing Shadow of War as well. So, um, do you know who Sauron any... is now? No, I don't. Um, I've so got whoever has got one... the hottest hand. Whoever
2: leaves I've... the ever leaves, tea... leaves the teaspoon in that that thing the longest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of like um, red herrings. I think going on with it so far, and I almost kind of wish it didn't have that in it. I'm feel I feel like. That mystery, for me, isn't as important of it as a lot of the other stuff that's happening. So, um, but still, it's, it's really good and it looks lovely. I think as I've well, watched the I first think. three,
2: maybe, maybe two, maybe three. Mm.
0: Yeah, and it is it is good. I I, I want to finish it off. I have, the thing is, we watched so much horror stuff on Halloween, and uh, some of the series I was watching, I kind of really did they really did take a back seat so now I'm just kind of going back to them yeah I'm going to uh, yeah. do that afterwards and the other film that I watched which you also watched was The Wolfman 1941 universal horror movie about a wolfman uh, the reason I watched this movie is because is because I joined uh, the guys, the hosts uh, Ben and Rob from the ever Every Movie Ever podcast to chat about this um, the episode is available now, I'll put it in the show notes it's the latest episode and yeah, I had a good time, I was as I said when I put this out on socials I was certainly howling with laughter <laughs> uh, oh yes <laughs> this film, and I know we talked about the the cliffs of quality that I kind of sometimes struggle with, and since the, since starting this podcast, I would have never really watched a movie from like, earlier than like the 60s maybe it, I, I never really got on with them, um but after doing this podcast, I've I've learned, I've found a love of like some of the classic Universal Monster movies and things like Nosferatu and The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. The Wolfman is problematic in a way, isn't it? Because you've got, I don't know, people say it's of its time. Yes, 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 of course. But when you've got a protagonist who is such a dick uh, <laughs> for many reasons, it's really difficult to understand the tragedy of, what eventually happens, and he eventually turns into a man. because you're supposed to feel some nature of tragedy. But from the from the get go, he's looking at women in their bedrooms with a telescope. He's going to their places of work, uh, and kind of being like gaslighty, a bit coercive, pushy. I'm gonna take you on a date, no matter if you like it or not. And then eventually, when he gets bitten by a wolf and turns into a werewolf, it's like, oh, poor me. No, like,
2: mate. Oh, I feel really uncomfortable
0: going to church, and everyone reckons I'm a werewolf because I am. Because um, <laughs> I am. And I know. And I also mentioned forget your transformations of an American werewolf in London, forget your transformations of the howling This just looks, just focuses on the feet of um, Larry Talbot, aka the Wolfman, and they turn into werewolf feet. Although they kind of look like those big, like gorilla slippers, big monster feet slippers you get, yeah. uh, like for Christmas sometimes. And then you scroll back up, and he's a full on Wolfman. Mm. Goes and kills a man just
2: digging a grave
0: yeah um I'm, again you can understand why it's iconic those scenes in like the forest and the, all the fog sort of like um blanketing the landscape and stuff looks really really great um and the wolfman it's an iconic look you know it's just a it kind of looks a bit like a pig with uh a really thick, illustrious head of hair. Reminded me of when someone goes to Turkey to get a hair transplant. Um, or like one of those hair pieces, which gets like glued onto their head. And yep. then suddenly they've got like this big... A hair hat, if you like it. A hair helmet yeah. on their head. Got a hair helmet, and then <laughs> you would be ever so
2: cross if you spent all your money on that. So you go out and just thump a gravedigger to death.
0: He's thumping people to death. And there's like a stick... Uh, I love
2: no, no, that. No. I love that. I love the bit where I forget if it's the <laughs> gypsy or the other person. It's like, on oh, if someone comes, they turn into a werewolf. You can only kill them with a silver bullet, or like, a, and they mention loads of other things. Or a stick if it's made of silver.
0: Oh, funny that. Or a stick, or anything. Yeah, and of course, uh, uh, Bella Lugosi's in this as well as a character called Bella, just in case anyone was like, "Who is that? I recognize that guy? He looks a bit like someone I know." Bella. Me, Bella. That's who it is. It's me Bella. Do you know? Come on, it's me. Come on. <laughs> he you was probably, me.
2: Like, you know, maybe he's like the stereotype of vampire actors. He was like Blade. Old Wesley Snipes get right. You you only refer to me as Bella on the monset today.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Not going to um, answer
2: to any other name.
0: I think of all the of all the universal monster movies. It's probably sort of middle of the road for me. I think Creature from the Black Lagoon is probably my favorite. Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein probably need a rewatch we did that quite early on in the podcast in the, the podcast history i'm and... quite
2: a fan of the invisible man
0: oh yeah we've never done the invisible man have we we've done the mummy
2: oh i'll tell you what we should do one of these days ben should we do the buddy holloman
0: <laughs> oh yeah i wonder where you're going with that then the hollow yeah exactly
2: the, hol- the there's a bit where a gorilla turns into a holloman in it
0: yeah, talking of coercive and you know gaslighty and toxic, he's the worst one. He's the oh. worst one out of all of them. Yeah, bloody Kevin Bacon, Baconman. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? But how, how did you? What? How was your? Uh, how was your watch of of the Wolfman?
2: Yeah, I think I'm with you. Like, <laughs> it's not this. It yeah. it, it if it's it's of its it's of its day, a little bit.
0: Um. But, tell you what, it's only about an hour and five minutes long. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, do doesn't actually say it's welcome because you go, oh, it's finished now. <laughs> yeah, straight away, uh, even if oh, this is, yeah, and like, he's only really a wolfman for like a day. Turns he it, is, he is a wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> he is a wolfman in this film for as long as Michael Myers is a killer. Yes. Is a Michael Myers in this. Is a Michael Myers in this, yeah. Um
2: yeah, he he becomes a Wolfman and then goes, oh, tell you what, I'm a Wolfman. And <laughs> someone goes, I I don't the the guy who we staying with says, I don't reckon you are a Wolfman, because well I'll tell you what <laughs> have this uh, And and say, Oh no, it's not, it's not you're a Wolfman. People aren't really wolf. No. And he goes, Well I'll tell you what, if I am a Wolfman, bash us in with this stick, would you? And he's like, All right. And then five minutes later, he goes. Phew. Well, couldn't have written it, could you?
0: Couldn't have written it, it could you? He e- completely... is a
2: wolfman. I'll bash him.
0: Yeah, smashes his crust clean in. Okay, <laughs> that is uh, that is all I've watched there this week. Is there anything else we need to cover? No. we apart
2: from uh, the movie. Du jour
0: Halloween ends. The movie does jour the hottest topic in the horror community right now, and our fingers are firmly on the pulse, ready to discuss the controversial, the shocking, the some would say disappointing, some would say frustrating.
2: Some would say masterful."
0: Some would say "masterful." Some would say "Brave, stunning and brave." <laughs> some would and say that that. film is some would say that. And that film is "Halloween Ends," which is a 2022 American slasher film directed by David Gordon Green, written by David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Yes, that Danny McBride. And there's loads of other writers here. can't be able to read them out. Sorry, lads. Uh, They do all seem to be male as well, before you say. I've just assumed that they're all lads. They all look like they're male. It is a sequel to Halloween Kills, the 13th installment in the Halloween franchise, and the final film in the trilogy of sequels that commenced with the 2018 film, which... If you're a listener to bonus content, you'll know that me and Andy rated the 2018 film as our favorite film in the Halloween franchise. Is that right? That's right. Correct. That is right. I I, did, I thought I was just assuming that you'd done that as well. Um it and that film directly follows the 1978 film and disregards all other entries. Um it stars Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichak, Rowan Campbell, Will Patton, Carl Richards, James Jude Courtney as Shape slash Michael Myers, um, Nick Castle's in it as well. We we saw him, didn't we, um, for a bit. Um, so yeah, this film is weird. That's a good way of putting it to start with. Yeah, and uh, they
2: warned they warned us of this. I should say, fair fair play to you. They warned us that oh, we've gone a, complete, like... gone a completely different direction this time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let me let me read sure out the, the choice reviews and then we can elaborate on them. When I found choice reviews, I found two bad ones, two good ones to try and you know be fair. It's so balanced. five point five point one on IMDb, two point four on Letterboxd, forty one percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty seven percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Now I put the note out on Patreon to see if anybody fancied giving us some information on how they found this film. Lane Spencer said. I liked it more than Kills because there was a central character and story arc. I spotted callbacks to Halloween 5, in brackets, Michael hides out in a cave between films. Yeah, good point. Yep. And 6, annoying the annoying DJ obsessed with Michael gets killed. The writers dropped a big Kills plot point. Michael just wants to stare out of his sister's window. That's he just wants point. to look out the window, come on! Completely obliterated that. The Myers house is not mentioned at all. The end was satisfying. Okay. Um and some here's here are some slightly different takes. What in the actual fuck is this movie? How this is how you'll end this mid-ass trilogy. This is a fucking prank. You're fucking trolling. One star, 24 frames of Nick. Um somebody called Silent Dawn feels slightly different. They're giving it four stars. Can't quite put this up there with a 2018 reboot, but this romantic vampiric slasher drama is far beyond the senseless motions and rhythms of Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Someone called Early says, Evil died tonight, along with anything resembling a good story. Effectively, the rise of Skywalker of the Halloween movies, as it's a completely underwhelming end to a decades-old saga. Two stars. And then finally, Chris Evangelista gives it four stars, the most interesting Halloween sequel outside of Season of the Witch ever made. David Gordon Green, you goofball. Okay. (laughs) Now, when me and you had a brief uh, response, we had a brief exchange after watching this film, one of the things we said first was, there is no way this trilogy has been planned out as a trilogy. No way.
2: No. Way. You, talk, no way. You, show, you show me someone that says we had a plan for a trilogy I will show you a fucking liar No <laughs> way was
0: that, was that the plan to begin with All three films are so tonally different and I feel like if there was a plan for a trilogy certain characters would have been introduced earlier so that there was more of an impact when certain things started going down The fact that characters get introduced in this third, in this film, in this third part of a trilogy, and then become so important to the trilogy, feels, just feels so rushed. It feels unnecessary, and the the sort of final act of this particular character is so inconsequential. It could, it could it could it had so much potential It could have gone in so many interesting directions Now it goes in a direction That is interesting But I feel like It Doesn't, it, it needs to double down More, I feel If it was yeah. going to do a Now obviously we're going to spoil things here But if it was going to do a The evil of the shape passes on to somebody else Evil lives on Not evil dies tonight, evil lives on In some way now imagine it was a character who'd been introduced in 2018 had perhaps gone through a lot in halloween kills survived moved on but something wasn't quite right and then suddenly when they start having this con- connection with michael myers and the evil lives on through them whether it's passed on or you know um is it again it's a bit like smile in terms of, like the generational trauma um theme and 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 a yeah. concept that runs through it, I could have bought it easily, and I think I would have bought it. And in a way, I kind of feel respect for David Gordon Green that this is the way he wanted to go out because I didn't feel particularly annoyed or angry at this film, I was just curious throughout. I just felt curious as to where it was going to go, what was going to happen next. Whereas with Kills, I was just like, yeah, all right, get on with it. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. We've yeah. seen this, now get on with it. What's going to happen? What's going to be the, the big twist? What's going to be the big interesting point, the big talking point is going to happen in this film? Oh, it just didn't happen. in Brutal Kills. Halloween Ends has got Brutal Kills. However, the 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 iconic Michael Myers... Is a supporting character who lingers in the background of the film for the most part. Um, yeah. I I would have probably
2: got more out of this film if we'd had a reveal that it was the Michael Myers in your mind all along, and like he was, and someone was mad, and it was an imaginary Michael Myers, and the other one was, you know what? Even if it might feel like a cop out, if he'd been dead in that drain because he's just a man that was in a drain. When he had chopped mm. off fingers dipped in the sewer water for a couple of years, and that'll kill you um like <laughs> like that was a that was a thing I think the, the my issue with this, and I'll be very quick to say i I think David Gordon Green is an excellent director, like i we already said like halloween twenty eighteen probably my favorite of the series because it was technically really well done some phenomenal shots and great use of that character and it really really effectively finished that story it Hmm. did like that that could have ended there with a little with a little bit of a a little bit of a sweetener at the end like the bit in the fire has he somehow escaped or um, the granddaughter kind of looking at that knife
0: thinking always has she been Kind of scarred by this that would have been I just did a, I just did a big big exhale as if thinking what might have been three generations of Strode family finally putting Michael Myers down would have been would have, it what was a, a perfect ending and the reality
2: is is then you know we we heard it when Halloween two came, uh, kills came out, and it was saying, oh actually we had an idea for a trilogy very kind of you to say David, very kind of you to say indeed. Three people under the bus. You were forced as a filmmaker and or what have you, or were given a fantastic offer, let's let's be honest, to to make more films. And you're a filmmaker, of course you want to make more films. But you had made such a nicely contained thing, and then it feels like the corporate machinery got you to turn what was maybe one more idea into two. So I recapping my frustrations with Halloween kills i feel like it was i felt like it didn't it wanted to end where it began with the exception of killing off karen the daughter um it it didn't do anything it was set the same night the longest night in the world um but you saw way, a lot of people so... die sorry carry on
0: i just keep thinking sorry i've i've been thinking about this film more than i think i've thought about any film that we cover on this podcast for a long time where i can't get enough of everybody's thoughts and feelings on it you know because they're also different they're also different whereas like if a film isn't like halloween kills most people were pissed off because it was just one note and kind of just didn't really go anywhere interesting i i really didn't like the oh, all these characters from the past who saw Michael Myers briefly or or, or cross paths of him have now been affected by it for all these years and they're all meeting up in this bar and, you know. And, just, and then uh, they just
2: thump them all in the last 20 minutes.
0: They just thump them all in the last 20 minutes. No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't particularly like that. One thing I will find quite fascinating is the parallels between this trilogy and the original trilogy because Halloween is like... A, a very well self-contained story which has a beginning and uh and an end but like with a question mark um halloween 2 and halloween kills have got a lot of parallels because it's like okay we're just e- stretching the story of the first one further and f- longer than it ever needs to be it's like that film was good would not it yeah but how about it? that night carries on <laughs> and what happens immediately next Okay, I mean, I guess so. Yep. and then of, and then of course, season of the witch, and now Halloween ends, is almost like a complete um departure from everything that came before it. Of course, season of the witch doesn't have Michael Myers. Halloween ends has Michael Myers, but um, obviously, yeah, yeah he's, ever, he's ever say. he's ever present, but in a in a in a very very different story. So I, I kind of respect, a... yeah.
2: I'd have taken a completely different. If if you're gonna do that, don't also make it Halloween ends. Make a make a side movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think because so, I felt
2: too. what we I felt what we got in I felt what we got in this one is absolutely twenty minutes, which is Halloween ends. So we we got twenty minutes, which is Halloween ending. The end of that um, the end of that saga, a final confrontation, which is well executed well put together and he gets he gets got and after that is over they do the sensible thing and put him into Chekhov's meat like metal yeah. metal grinding did
0: did, did you see that coming because I was a bit like that he ends up going in there
2: second the the second I saw that machine someone's going in that
0: the second they kept coming back to it like this the, 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 dump, uh, sorry, the like yeah. metal
2: going in there yeah that's good someone's going in that um yeah um but and we 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 got that and we got the end of it the issue is is that that 20 minutes comes after 2 hours of a completely different movie which is fine if you've got an idea for a different movie make mm. a different movie my Almost problem like- is, is such a departure Sorry. from the others and it completely reverses a lot of the things that were set up to be to be there so let's look at the characters here. So Laurie Strode had the adventures of Halloween one and then spent 40 years preparing for a day that she thought Michael Myers would eventually escape from prison. That day came and it was at great cost to her family and the choices she could make for her own life. Her, you know, her marriages hadn't worked out. Her family were kind of at arm's length. Um, mm-hmm. And she spent all of her life afraid and preparing for that thing and then it, and then it happened and then at the course of the end of that evening your daughter is killed while you're in hospital recovering from your injuries and the film ends halloween kills ends with her picking up a knife and heading out of that hospital to face michael myers once and for all um and you know your the, the daughter has been killed the Granddaughter has joined a vigilante mob to try and get Michael Myers at the, through the course of that movie, and only narrowly escaped with her life. Uh, you know this is all pacing and is building up to a final confrontation, and that's the confrontation we get at the end of this movie. But before we get that, we uh led to believe that what happened was is Laurie marched out of that of that house and then settled down, let go of all of her anger, really got. Uh, her mental health in order and spent four years just getting by just four years getting by Mm. where her granddaughter built up the, you know, she lived with her grandma. She moved on. She had like a sadness and the, you know, the, 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 I guess the trauma of the, of having lost both of her parents to Michael Myers four years ago, but was just desperate
0: to fall in love with someone after one date, after one day, yeah. What is, also? What is with this weird sort of plot thread, which is like everyone's kind of annoyed at Laurie for Michael Myers' killing spree. Oh my like, god! I don't think anybody would know. I don't think anybody anybody would know, let alone blame her. Also, that they say, "Oh, you sh- you you're, oh you've up a, a mentally ill man and he went mad, killing loads of people." It's like, in what world does that is that your takeaway from that? Like, no one would do that like you, everyone would treat her as a victim the same as they would anybody else no one would be and, angry at her and how did she wind him up by failing to be murdered by him in the pre- in the, so, in the first movie obviously she had PTSD and alcoholism in the 2018 version that f- her luring him there and having like a house full of home alone style traps and mannequins and shotguns and all that thing to eventually kill him is like the perfect ending and then obviously the the basement where they light on fire that's perfect in the end he just wanders into a kitchen like with his with his health low and and gets fucked up it just it really does feel like all of the pieces were there for this it didn't need to be a trilogy no but like you know if it's going to be it's going to be all the pieces were there but like they're just all in the wrong order and that is because this trilogy wasn't planned out and if it had been planned out, I think yeah, obviously people being annoyed at Laurie is annoying but also her granddaughter, who's been through so much with her, her mum's been killed, her, dad, her dad's dad been killed her dad was killed in the first one, right?
2: Dad was killed in the first one, right, Yeah, or a stepdad. He's been killed
0: yeah. and suddenly she like hates Laurie for some reason, but like she must know not and for understand. Mo- not,
2: not for most of the film, no. she's just pissed off with a, for about a 15 minute sequence, she, well I bloody love
0: Corey... Uh, corey buyers. I really love this bloke that I met like three days ago, who seems like kind of strange, standoffish, and definitely keeps saying he's killed people. But you know, I'm. De- I mean, I understand this whole thing. Right, when people go through trauma, um, they are always, and it's clear with a lot with a lot of relationships. But they're very easily easy to fall in love, easy to put their trust in somebody because you know you've been through that trauma and you just want that connection, you just want that love. You want that understanding and when you especially when you connect with someone who you feel like has maybe experienced something similar to you in terms of trauma, maybe not on the same level as well, I guess on a similar level for in terms of um, in terms of death and accidents and all that stuff. Yes, I understand this story, but the fact that she turns on Laurie the way she does and then we're supposed to then when they hold hands towards the end, we're supposed to think they're all right, actually, they are there for each other. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Especially when the person that you very quickly fall in love with is demonstrably turning into a Michael Myers, like really quickly. Like, he goes from being all meek and mild. Like, there has not been a transformation quite so radical since, like, Bruce Banner turned into the Hulk. Because he is like a little meek and mild man who's like, oh, I'm quite nice to. but he he kills them. Let's burn it all down, shall we? By which I mean, stab people up pretty much in every word other than doing it.
0: Yeah. And also, I don't know where you took this away from this, but his relationship with Michael Myers, kind of erotic, especially a particular scene where he's holding a victim and Michael Myers is standing over them, stabbing him, and he's just looking up at Michael It is kind of erotic. It's definitely a bit of like sexual tension between the two of them um and this is the thing that is all very interesting i find that very interesting and unique as well interesting and unique because like when have we seen that before in a in a movie like this i don't think in a, in a halloween movie anyway at least yeah there's some, it,
2: some it, interesting stuff it just it's too just disjointed to be a to be cohesive but like you yeah, know was some stuff mm-hmm. i enjoyed in this
0: yeah so obviously you mentioned all the all the characters We've got alison the granddaughter as well um, Corey Cunningham is played by Rowan Campbell. Um, James Duke Courtney obviously is Michael Myers slash the shape, who's Michael Myers is 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 around about what would you say, like fifteen, ten, fifteen percent strength? <laughs> he's is <he's>, he <laughs> Yeah, he's right poorly to begin with. He gets a bit He better, needs a medipack When he's done some murders, he gets a bit of energy from that. This is the thing, I like I like that. I like the the bit in Halloween kills where they were like the more he kills, the stronger he gets. I like that. That's cool. That's interesting. That's scary. That's that supernatural sort of thing about, the, about Michael Myers that we've kind of had. But it, it forgets so much. Again, yeah, it forgets the Myers house. Completely forgets that. It's in the same town for God's sake. Um... You'd move away
2: as well. If you're those people that are like we'll, we'll come to Corey in a bit but it's like, oh, you ever thought about just moving away because oh, I can't all the memories there. Well, your memories are shit. All your memories <laughs> are awful. Like your most significant memories are about the time that your family died and that horrible, invincible man came and stabbed you all up. Move.
0: Yeah, just moving it. I think, so, we're, particularly you know the make, fact make, they some... know he's still alive. They they know he's still alive. Make, yeah, re- make some new memories. <laughs> I put it to you: if you move, you know, to a different state, I don't reckon he's gonna find you. No, I don't reckon he's gonna. I know he's a bit supernatural in that, but um i don't reckon he's going to find you i reckon he's going to live in that sewer see cuz you could have moved away he would have stayed in that sewer thinking i'll come out eventually and kill her again he would have come out and been like oh shit they fucked off they moved tell, tell you what move abroad michael myers ain't got a passport and he's not walking through the ocean like at sea, at sea level i mean no. he might yeah. do but you know that's it it follows just it's yeah have, follows a,
2: have a have a little have a little move abroad and you'll be michael myers free for all your days but Let's let's get to it, shall we? So e. <laughs> we begin this movie with very, very specifically so not the end of Halloween kills, a year
0: after that. Yeah. Halloween night 2019. Yeah, so initially I, in, my, in terms of my timeline I was a bit like, right, okay, so is this when is this? And it took me a few seconds to work it out. Because this opening scene, you know you think it's just going to be oh, there's an opening scene, Michael Myers is going to turn up and kill someone. But it's a whole new um, story, Fred, with a guy called Corey Cunningham, who's babysitting this kid called Jeremy. While it's a horrible his, little boy. It's a bad boy. Horrible little boy. While his parents go out, one, she's dressed as like 1920s kind of, and he's dressed as what, a train driver? <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? Um, they're going to a party, and they're going to be back in a while. But um, So yeah, the little boy, they watch The Thing together. And he's probably like, hey, it he was scary, mate. Oh, yeah, especially, like, this is another thing that got me. Tell you what, Ben, three films on a bounce. Smile. Then,
2: like, you know, last week's... um, Watch last week now. It's gone. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. And now this one. Minor characters who are unnecessarily horrible or bad at their jobs. This little <laughs> boy. I don't... Like, no actual kids are this rancid. He, and he goes from being, like... Like his mom's had a little chat with him when he comes in to Corey and said, Oh, after all those murders, um, he's been really scared, pisses the bed and everything. This kid, Mm. um, so, um, just don't let him watch any things and just be, you know, and he's in the background, like, you know, tra la la, are you gonna come and play (laughs) and make paper airplanes like my dad, who's the best, makes? And then assume." (laughs) And this is just going to fucking hell, mate. He's punching some fucking darts, like, <laughs> like yeah, look at you. I want to watch the thing. And if you I didn't want to be sitting around with a dog shit babysitter, like you yeah, it, it, like, it calls him ugly as well. It calls him an ugly, yeah. like shitty old babysitter. I, I, like, sorry, this is probably why I'm not um this is probably why I'm not a professional childcare person. I'd have bitten on that. If I if I was Curry sitting there and he goes, um Oh yeah, ugly, ugly babysitter. I said, "Oh, you know what though? Then piss
0: the bed, do I, mate?" <laughs> 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 I think it's
2: fair game. I think it's
0: fair game to be alright To I mean, I I spent some time with my nephews who were ten and seven, on Saturday, and were, you, you can say, oh, "All right, then, all right." So, sometimes the they thing? do give me a bit of jip and you know what? I'm I've got no problem with giving it straight back to them. Just going, "Oh, you're gonna try and humiliate me? Are you tell tell me I stink or whatever? Tell me my." I've got a bold head. Well, these uh, are all the things I think of you.
2: I saw, I saw your mum looking sad the other day. She said she didn't love you. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry you're going to find out like this. Yeah, I should yeah. do that, actually. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, mine's usually just like... Uh, well, I was driving at the time, so I was like... I've got an ejector seat built in, in, in the back, actually. It's just here. Oh, I can't quite reach it. I can't quite reach it. It only ejects one seat at random, though. <laughs> in the back. <laughs> and they're like going... Ah!
2: <laughs> or just pull up on the m4 get out what get out mate yeah get out what get out, yeah, get out.
0: go on that's, a, that's enough see, of
2: that. see I'm, I'm releasing you into the world yeah hmm. see see get on i mean if i stink so much
0: <laughs> this is all good this is all good content i'm gonna do it uh yeah but this this kid kind of does take it too far doesn't he uh yeah he... Sit there,
2: like, within moments i wish someone would knock you off the stairs.
0: What's annoying is that when he when he does sort of double down on being a bastard and like locking Corey in the in the in the attic, it's like as as soon as his parents are coming home, yeah, and he does it in a real Michael Myers way, doesn't he? So basically, he
2: he Corey go Corey goes off to think, oh, maybe I'll have one of these sweet low low alcohol Heinekens, but he goes, oh, best not. I just best have a not, slice of this blancmange or whatever he has. Um, it looks
0: like no it looks like a uh, Jamaica cake whatever that is Jamaica ginger oh, cake lovely Jamaica It looks like that and even and even I was like oh I could I could go for a bit of that that that's good but also the golden syrup sponge is also good I would have yum I would have been all over that if I was babysitting um but yeah ends up with, why, why does he end up with a knife in his hand basically it is
2: he he basically does in a in a town where there's been a Michael Myers murder last Halloween he goes tell you what, I'll leave the front door open I'll take a kitchen knife out and leave it on the stairs and they'll go up and make spooky
0: help me noises in the in the loft and he expects that not to go badly There's a couple of occasions in this movie as well where something happens and you go oh, just, put, I don't know, put that down or step back because if anyone walks in onto this scenario, they're immediately going to think that you've done something terrible Yeah, they're going to think uh, you're a Michael Myers
2: Um, yeah. but yeah, so he goes up to the loft and goes It stop messing about. The little boy has got the door shut, and he's going, "Ha! You're afraid of Michael Myers," and he starts freaking out. Takes a shoulder to the door just as the mum and dad are are walking in, and blumin out. He um, it it comes a bit. It comes a bit sharp. This door it comes open ever so fast, and he, (laughs) but he yeets him over the banister.
0: Yeets him over the banister. He falls down. He he lands in a big. Awkward, like legs bent backwards, uh folded in half. Oh uh, yeah, if bl-
2: if blood. If, J- if if Jr had been babysitting him, and been sat on the <laughs> sofa, either.
1: <have> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's quite he's broken in half. in half.
2: He was, little this was, this is was a little effect- boy. This was this was
0: This was effective, though. I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, holy I, shit! I I literally said like, "Oh my!" Yeah, I I did say I did say "Oh my," but I also said. What's he's got to do with Halloween and Michael Myers and all these things? I was a bit like, what's going on? Um, So, yeah, and it pretty much cuts to three years later. Obviously, so, yeah, the parents witness him dying. Yeah, they, they come him. in, they're looking up and... What have you done? That's old, it. What have old, you
2: done? Poor old Corey is looking as guilty as he can. He's got, like, a knife in his hand and he's standing watching how... Um, what would
0: you do? What would you do? He
2: jumped! <laughs> What could you do? I don't know what you could do. Maybe fall off the banister after him.
0: Like I'll save yeah, you. Oh no! Nothing, nothing to lose. You'd have to. You'd have to make that decision immediately, wouldn't you? Oh, um, shout! Shout down! It's bloody Michael Myers. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was behind me. Put or or stab yourself. Not anywhere bad in the leg or something. And say he stabbed me, and I pushed him back. And yeah, uh, leave it up, Michael. Oh,
2: I'll tell you what. It's lucky you not got us both down there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So three years later, in Jump, go, climb, in Illinois. climb out,
2: climb out of the front window, go downstairs, come in from the front door.
0: Oh boy. Oh boy.
2: We'll Little play boy. We'll play we're we'll playing hide and seek, actually.
0: Um we'll come back and go, I'm back. Don't tell your parents. Oh no, what's happened here then? But they they heard a kerfuffle there, didn't they? They heard like some shouting and stuff from upstairs, so that wouldn't work. Um, <laughs> so three years later, still in Haddonfield, Illinois. Um Laurie Strode has got her own got her own crib, got her own place now. She's living with her granddaughter. She's bought the new house. Yeah, she's um, basically walked back. Classic,
2: you know, maybe she should be our prime minister. She's U-turned on that revenge that she was going to have. The classic U-turn. But it's weird
0: because um, I almost feel like if she thought Michael was dead, then I can completely understand this U-turn. But she still thinks he's alive. How could you possibly... Like at what point in those four years did she finally relax and like I don't know, not have a shotgun ready to go? Feels like like feels like the next day.
2: It feels like she's she's like writing a book, and she's like you know doing doing some minor edits. She's like, we must decide if we let him him if he let him in. He goes, oh no, not him. If we let it in, obviously respecting Michael's pronouns there. And then
0: she didn't even like that.
2: Oh no, no, actually, third third draft let. Evil in
0: this bit reminded me of uh when Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City does a little voiceover at the end of the episode, yeah. Um, basically summing up the whole episode of what the story was, uh, and what the lesson to, to be learned, and what's the takeaway. It felt like she was doing
2: that. <laughs> the moral of the story is snitches get stitch. No, no,
0: no I, 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 I had a moment, oh. I had a moment right where I thought we were living in her book, like oh. what she was writing. Uh, imagine it—it it was a, all of it was a piece of fiction. This is what she was writing, and then suddenly at the end, we got pulled out of it and like, no, no, Michael Myers is here. Everything, everything that came before, which is completely unrelated to Michael Myers, was her somehow trying to move on from that by just in, by giving evil a different face somehow. Oh man, um, I'd love a
2: Halloween anthology movie, which is just Laurie Strode's Michael Myers fan fiction. Oh yeah, but
0: this was the one thing, of them. Like,
2: went, turns out it's my brother all along. Now he isn't. Now there's a little oh, girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> and now there's <laughs> a, a little girl. Voodoo cult called the Thorn, and
0: this is crazy, Laurie. This is insane. No one's going to read this, but obviously, when John Carpenter first made Halloween, I think he did he, the, the, initially. There was an intention for it to be a anthology, wasn't there? The, Where the first shape... season
2: and the Witch comes from?
0: Yeah, and so... for anyone
2: who listened to our Night of the Creeps episode. Um, or hasn't listened to it yet, go back and listen to our guest, Video Store Kev listen to his theory for what he would have loved to have seen from Halloween Ends, and I think this is probably because of that one of my yeah. major problems with the version we got, because that was so good <laughs> If you're a Hollywood producer, get Kevin
0: Yeah, get Kevin involved, for God's sake, Uh, for the good of your franchise, oh, franchise is over now isn't it, where, where can they possibly go next um So yeah, and then so we're introduced to everybody like that. Allison's working in like the hospital. Um, what is she like? Just a nurse or something?
2: I've never claimed to understand the American healthcare system, Ben. But I, I feel like that isn't how it works. I feel like you qualify as a nurse or healthcare practitioner. You don't just get like a. She works there, and then there's the the friend that is quite annoying and flirts with the doctor, the worst doctor in the world. Doctor is like, you might as well wear a badge that says, please get me struck off. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like, and he's, and and he's, and it feels like, it feels like it's an approach to nursing, which is a bit like if you have a Saturday job at the shop and like, oh, you came in on your day off, that means you're in line for the promotion. I'm not sure it works like that. I think I think nursing and and similar medical jobs require to take qualifications and it's a banded banded role. Yeah, yeah. Um. But well, yeah, uh, but
0: that, that's not how it's going. She's now. Um. And then we we'll, obviously we we were introduced again to Corey from from the opening sequence, and uh, he's now working at his stepdad's salvage yard. He's late. He arrives late on his little uh on his little bike. <laughs> Um, he knows his stepdad's salvage yard, and he didn't give him a lift. Yeah, because uh, I think the stepdad kind of like stays there some nights. Because there's a bit later where he's like watching a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. I can't remember which one it is. Um, but like at night, p- p- purely to escape his absolutely, I don't think there's a nicer way of saying this, batshit crazy wife, uh, Corey's yeah. mum, um, toxic, incredibly toxic, yeah. terrifying.
2: He just oh, I'm gonna stay and watch my. John Claude Van Damme movies rather than going How can home he stays there?
0: I can he stays there at night? But yeah, he gives him a nice gift. He says, "Corey, here's this little motorbike that uh, needs a bit of work. You're good at all this stuff, but uh, you can have it if uh, yeah, if it means you get to work on time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's Dad, and this is when we get
2: our first shot of Chekhov's metal smashing machine.
0: Yeah, like grindy machine. Yeah, there's a then, big.
2: Uh, we get a lovely lengthy shot of look at all this metal going in here and getting all scrunched up you wouldn't mm. want to fall in there would you
0: you would not want to fall in there certainly, a, not at all. certainly a, no one goes in there before this film is over yeah um uh, and then like on the way home Corey is like just in his local so garage yeah <laughs> and the weird like this is this is weird this is weird right because as generations as we get, get, go through different generations of high school kids bullies become more and more like to us completely like foreign where we're just like, Oh, what? I'd knock him straight out. Who's this guy? I'd absolutely <laughs> kick his ass. Like they're not, it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. It's almost like this set of bullies is like a, a jock you would say like an alternative looking guy who may be like a band geek cause he's carrying like drumsticks constantly. And then two girls who seem like one of them seems like kind of nice The other one seems and and not comfortable with like being a bully, and the other one is like, mm, I guess kind of the same, but it's the weirdest like, weirdest like, weirdest like combination. Like, how would
2: you like ever be friends? And also, if you're a, again, not a professional bully, never, never really picked it up, but I'm not sure as a bully. You would do some bullying of an adult who the community widely thinks of as a murderer. Yeah, because I I think that's probably the person that you wouldn't really associate
0: with. Should we go and
2: antagonize that murderer?
0: Nah. I don't know. I just I didn't didn't buy the antagonizing really at all. (laughs) Like after this first confrontation, you could understand why they perhaps would cross paths with him a few more times and kind of be pissed off with him. But this first confrontation seems unnecessary. Also, Corey loves chocolate milk because, in the first scene, he gets a big old bottle of chocolate milk to go with his Jamaica ginger cake, Mm -hmm. and in this scene, he buys a glass bottle of chocolate milk. And the person working there is like, "Are you going to buy anything or what?" I would literally just be like, "I'm going to buy fucking everything now." Fuck you.
2: No, I wouldn't Um, buy nothing. You're going to buy anything? uh, Oh yeah, that's
0: true. Nothing. Yeah,
2: actually. Oh no, I've actually just knocked all this stuff over. It's not broken. Oh, all these oh, postcards! oh shit! So I've knocked crazy. them knocked them all over. Oh no, clumsy! Yeah. That would be annoying. Wouldn't oh, I will tell you what, I'm just gonna buy this bag of flour. <laughs> oh, Antique. Oh, antiqued. I've, I've, I've spilt all this flour everywhere. <laughs> you get antiqued. Yeah, I spilt flour. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the thirty p that this bag of flour costs. But I have, um, but I
0: have spilt it everywhere. I'm afraid. Yeah, sorry. And it's uh it's a whole meal flour as well it's going to going to be incredibly difficult to clean up oh, um, I'll tell you what, i tell oh, i i i am going to pay for it with this bag of pennies yeah i'm yeah, going to i'm going to lob every penny at your
2: head <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then as he's counting them 63 19 oh! 200 just flicking him blowing on him <sighs>
0: <laughs> Blowing <laughs> yeah, on him i'm, I'm telling you
2: if I'm in a shop and you ever give me you're gonna buy something, I'm gonna waste so much of your fucking time. Yeah. You're gonna wish you'd never opened your mouth. All of the time. Every single this moment is, of your time. You're, you're talking to a man who really wanted some crumpets one day, then really <laughs> wanted some, really wanted some, really wanted some crumpets, but can't really buy Warburton's ones because they give loads of money to the Tory party. So oh. I really I really wanted some crumpets. So I thought, how can I get some crumpets that are the, the adequate size making sure they don't make any profit. And the solution to that was to send a time-wasting email to their customer services department, asking it. theoretically what the biggest crumpet they could make was. Um, got a perfectly charming response. I did say that me and my boys love one of their crumpets every morning. They didn't know they're dogs. I they haven't got any kids. Uh, <laughs> they um they replied. They said, could you do the lads? could you theoretically make a crumpet as big as a trampoline in like a Jamie Oliver-style um, food-based That Apparently, it's limited by the size of ovens they have. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. No, That's a d- good point. No, no poor reflection on all the fine people that work at Warburton's. It's your rich bosses that give money to to bad people. But, um, yeah, I uh, wasted that money. And then when I went down the shops, there were some Tesco's ones anyway, so
0: net loss... <laughs> Net loss. <laughs> uh, when when you were saying I didn't want to give him profit, but I wanted to crump I thought you were just to tell us you've been shoplifting. No, I wouldn't. Wouldn't. Wouldn't commit a
2: crime. I'd waste someone's time though, and that's what I'd have done to that man at that garage. Um, yeah, but he doesn't.
0: He just buys his chocolate milk, which he doesn't even get to enjoy because of bullies. Yeah. So the I don't know why they sort of. Oh yeah. So they want him to buy booze for them, and obviously we can understand why Cody, Cody, Corey, why Sorry. Corey says no because he's obviously like I've had enough shit killed a kid um i don't want to really commit any i mean i know it's a minor uh, minor grievance uh minor minor crime i don't really want to buy alcohol for minors because pff, i could get in trouble so no i don't really want to <laughs> <I'm laughs> into... taken their money and then gone in and then got them something else <laughs> chocolate milk because <Six> <laughs> of... they do say i want a six-pack please a what toilet roll Well <laughs> 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 yeah. only comes in four sorry just get um... a big... See? Just, just get something completely
2: inappropriate Got you a six pack of bleach, yeah.
0: Yeah, don't worry. Uh so yeah, rather than taking no for an answer, they kind of are dicks, not the chocolate milk out of his hands, push him over. Um oh no, they no, didn't knock the chocolate milk out of his hand, they push him over and then he squeezes the chocolate milk so hard it smashes and a big old chunk of glass goes in his hand. Um so we can see already he's got some rage bubbling underneath. And then of course, yeah, they say, You're that kid, you're that guy who killed the killed the kid. Whatever. Um, but then Laurie is filling up her filling up her car nearby with some unleaded and she shouts, Hey! You, you nosy little pervert. <laughs> yeah. Tells him to get out of there before she slaps them
2: silly. Um yeah. and then again, they're like these kids their theming is like the only other parallels I can think of. They're like the weasels from, from Roger Rabbit. And they're like and the kids are like, Oh. I see. It's the murderer and the freak show. As what? Well, that
0: woman who freakishly survived a murderer. Ah, it's so strange that everyone kind of thinks she's it's just odd. It's not how people like react. People don't like you're most likely to just avoid someone. It's very unlikely that you would ever like, I don't know, give them some weird nickname based on the fact that they were nearly killed. You're the freak show. What? Because I nearly got killed. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a big giant man, that
2: I spent forty years. What's the thing I'm gonna do to you, and then after they after they've gone, they go into they go into the to the shop to buy. the know because no one's gonna get served for him, and they have to buy some Twizzlers or whatever, a couple yeah. of scratch a couple of scratch cards. Um, so they they nip in to do that, and uh, Laurie whips out the old switchblade and goes, "Do you want to burst the tires, or shall 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 I?"
0: Oh yeah, I like that though. I thought, yeah, that's actually pretty good. I'd uh, I'd like to do that. I don't know if I'd go through with it, but you definitely want to, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, Especially because he's a rotten, rotten bully, rotten bastards. Um, and then, well when that happened, I was like, okay, well, that's not the last we're gonna see of these kids. You know, they're gonna pop up again soon or at some point because he's he's got some revenge on him. But yeah, then she takes him to the hospital slash. Well, it says it says here just the doctors. Takes him to the docks, to the doctor's office where Alison works. And then it's weird because Laurie does kind of make out that, oh, yeah, I brought him here because I knew you'd be interested in him. But I'm like, so what were you? What would you have done if you weren't trying to set him up with your granddaughter? Just left him with a bit of glasses and. Ah. Well, I'll tell you what, um,
2: he, he pushed a little kitty down the stairs. You pushed Michael Myers down those stairs, didn't you? In our house. You got that in common? You have yeah, both of them. You both push someone who you believe is
0: Michael Myers down some stairs. But in this initial early stage, I did kind of like this thing because I thought this is what I was thinking at this stage. Okay, Corey's seen some shit. Laurie's seen some shit. Names are kind of similar. Laurie and uh, Corey. <laughs> Laurie and Corey. They've both seen some shit. They've both been through some crap. And what he'll I was marry into family that, and take their name. He'll be Corey Strode. Corey Strode. Yeah. Um, I thought he was just going to be introduced as someone who, like, he would overcome this shadow of of grief and, and guilt that he had on his back. Shadow looming over him, monkey on his back. He would overcome this, and the way he would overcome it is by bonding with Laurie about their shared trauma, and they would eventually, like, join forces and take down Michael in some way. That's where I thought he was going at this point. Um, But yeah, he, so he's getting stitched up, and then, like, The most over-the-top reaction ever when Allison walks in, he like knocks everything over. It can't be any worse. (laughs) Knocks everything over, and the doctor's like, "For fuck's sake, this is Doctor Doctor Wrongen as well." (laughs) Yeah, Doctor Red Flags again. Doctor Red Flags
2: walks in, said, "Oh, like right. I'll leave you to it then. eh? I've done my bit." So she sits him up, and she goes, "Oh, do you want to um come?" Come out,
0: come around at a Halloween party and he goes, nah, Nah, Let's go on. Uh, to to out, yeah, so she pretty much asks him out. Um, and doesn't he at this point she knows what he's done, or I think maybe every, does he, I think everyone knows? Everybody knows. Um, do you want to come to a Halloween party? Yeah, but the only thing I've got is a jumper, right. And just some shitty old plastic mask, one of those ones you get when you're a kid that where like the the elastic kind of always breaks, snaps on your head and hurts, ah, and <laughs> yeah. it, or or like the very edges of the plastic like scratch your face, and start <laughs> splitting. It's not good. Um, it's definitely not a good mask. One thing we can learn from this is that the Michael Myers mask was lured, was built to last. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? that, that 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 rubber hasn't perished. I've Whereas thought... this plasticky weird scarecrow mask ain't gonna last a night, okay, in any way. Yeah. She talks about that costume. She has got a, I mean, classic,
2: um, Halloween fair here. She's going as a sexy cat. Uh, her friend, the other, yeah. the other healthcare assistant, is going as sexy devil. Is she going as sexy devil?
0: Yeah, I think so. Sexy devil, classic. Um, um so at this Halloween party, there's there's like a photo booth when they have a uh, that's that's always fun that's always nice some of the most bizarre dancing slash um interpretive dance i've ever seen where he's kind of acting like possessed on the floor and she's uh, like i don't know exercising him yeah she's She's, i feel like for a first date she's little fish
2: big fishing him over the top as soon as he walks in the sexy devil lady is also going like yeah i'll do some dancing with you like that. They've accepted him into this and he's really comfortable with them straight away. She goes to get him some drinks. Um he's having a he's having a he's having a gale time at this party. Um and then he just nips up to get another beer, and then who's oh. this at the bar? Lady Buzz Killington.
0: Lady Buzz Killington. I mean, to be fair, if you're out and about, um, especially on a first date or enjoying yourself or having a few jars and, and getting your dance on. The last person you want to bump into is the mummer, the mummer, yeah, the, the mother of the boy you accidentally killed, drop kicked over a banister. Yeah, the um,
2: the. To be honest, people think they've had it hard bumping into their ex on a night out or a date. My goodness, the mother you know of
0: I, the boy you punted. Do you want to know what I as well? She had the same sort of hair, so. In 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 the opening scene, she was be it, she was like a nineteen twenties uh, is ra ra girl. The kind of is that the correct term flapper girl, skirt. flapper <laughs> flapper. That's exactly it. Um, with like sort of wavy short hair. Her hair is still the same. So either her hair has remained that way and she hasn't washed it or restyled it since that event three years ago, or the filmmakers who made Halloween ends. We're like, you've got to be in another scene. you got to be in a Halloween party scene next as well. So take all this stuff off. Have we got time to redo my hair? Nah, get in there. I feel like she
2: has pretty much the same outfit on. Maybe she's not been able to bring herself. I think she's got like a hoodie on.
0: <laughs> so they're always trying to say, listen, you may be depressed enough to... You, you may be so depressed that you don't change your hair and you don't really want to get dressed up anymore. But you're not depressed enough that you're not going to go to some young kids some some sort of mid 20s halloween party halloween parties. party is it the same bar that they had open mic
2: night at at the at the, like the community said this is like biker grove <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking that you know I was like is this the same the same place as as that and like yeah kind of weird so it kicks off with her she's and it's a classic um what is the other character's name? The 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 lady who's friends with Laurie Strode, the one who looks like Demi Moore but isn't Demi Moore. Is just the it... just the bar manager, right? But so it's Lindsay Lindsay Wallace. So she's one of the children that Laurie babysat in 1978. And again, it. she she survived again in Halloween Kills, but she is given such a minor role in this film. It it's almost like it tries to suggest that anyone who's crossed paths with Michael Myers is. Affected in one way, but in this one they just go. She's alright actually. She's over in the bar. She's fine. Yeah. chilling we should go out to see if she can
2: make evil die. So she's all right. Um She's absolutely fine. Yeah. So this she has a go at him. And says, Oh, having a lovely thrash about on the floor, are you? My son used to love thrashing about on the floor. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that lying life- lifelessly in a puddle of liquid? Are you? All
0: right. My son used to like do that." <laughs> Bent backwards, are you, with your legs behind your head? My son used to love doing that. That's how right. I remember fact, him. Thanks to you, that, actually. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> yeah. All oh, right, plummeting through the air, right? <laughs> he used to love doing that. What was he like? A diver? Or something? Was he like a uh, deep deep sea diver? No, no, no. He died. Um, um,
2: yeah, so she has a go at him and obviously he's a bit upset, so he he tears out of the party. Um, Laurie's granddaughter goes goes after him, says, what, what are you saying? He has like a right old suck. He like goes, Where were you? Where were you? Oh. I was, I was, I
0: was... Right. You went you went to the bar and I was just okay. Over here. okay. Right. This is what I don't get. A, they're falling in love with each other so quickly. B, they're having like a major domestic Already, I feel like this is a, this is a red flag when you're in any sort of relationship or dating or anything like that. If someone says, "I'm gonna go at you or shout at you," no matter what the situation is, no matter who it is, if they feel like they can shout at you, like on your first date, <laughs> I'm gonna say, "No, there's no second date." Unfortunately, no matter how much I find this person attractive, no matter how much I've got in common with this person, I think this person's nice. If they shout at you on the first date, that is uh it, 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 if it's not going to be good going, let's, get, let's game over. Unless,
2: of course, something really important, <laughs> like if someone if they get bumped off a bridge in a
0: bit, and then maybe you're them. Even then, I think there's a lot of domestics in this. It's very it gets it gets very intense between these two very quickly, yeah. um, almost like something like almost like true romance or like I don't know something where perhaps the characters are younger than they are in this. The fact that they're so willing to to just put themselves out there. I just, just really I go know. for
2: it immediately. And
0: and that's what they do.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, um but that doesn't happen just yet. First things first. So um Alison and Corey part ways, he storms off into the night. You're no longer my my fellow DJ, and he like goes away.
1: <laughs> yeah. he
2: like, he, like storms <laughs> off into the night only to run into you'll never guess who.
0: Oh, it's bloody what what, what what! can we call these guys this ragtag group of, of completely different guys <laughs> it's like, it's uh, like the fucking Bad
2: Street kids so they're going to run into these run into these orange yeah. bullies um, and they, they do some of the classic Corey always seems to be almost getting run over all the time like every time he steps out mm-hmm. into the road is it is that indicating that he's careless or is it indicating that everyone hates him so much that no one breaks when, when he's crossing the road?
0: Maybe both. He's also like on the verge of tears at all times and, too. I'm going to say, too easily pushed over. I feel like, even if you don't expect it, if someone pushes you, like he's always on his ass, is what I'm saying, yeah, no matter what happens. <laughs> he's not a very tall man. He should have a lower centre of gravity like Wolverine. He's not um, a tall man which is why again not jumping into this but the fact that he is smaller as well made me i thought if he was a bigger bloke we could kind of understand this this sort of transition that happens but yeah um,
2: so he's he's walking along along the like, along the overpass or whatever um yeah. he's he's walking along along the overpass and these bullies turn up did we See them because I think again the perils oh, yeah. of, we, we the, saw perils, of the, the perils of a new
0: movie right we don't we didn't make notes we were at cinema so so, so he was he was at the place getting his tires thick or getting new tires and his dad um, was there going look
2: s- at him bloody
0: useless uh, unit so, so his dad was sla- slapped 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 across the back of the head and said like oh bloody old stupid twat so already we understand oh yeah. So he's abusive as uh because he's abusive to other people because his dad's abusive again. Yeah, he's not, a... he's
2: not a Rob Zombie dad. Not the Rob he's Zombies not... an abuser, but dads in his movies are.
0: Yeah, so it's a bit of a cliche, you know, but at the same time, despite it being a cliche, it's it's understandable for how often we get this character. Um, so when the bullies are giving him some grief, he goes, "Hey, I know your
2: dad thinks you're a twat." He goes, "Done." <laughs> He's bloody done. Doesn't, he but dad thinks, hey, so there's a text from this, so I love you. Doesn't that, does it?
0: <laughs> Doesn't. No.
2: Um, uh, so they get into a fight. Corey tries to defend himself. He whips his knife out and someone slaps it over the over the edge.
0: What's and... it so, so ready to, like, pull out a knife? Again, I feel like this is just... I mean, I know there are some assholes and then gang violence in various parts of this country as well as, like, the U.S., but I don't know. Pulling a knife out feels so like, <laughs> hey, I carve you up, son, sonny Jim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Feels like it feels like sort of like mobster. Feels like Italian mobster, especially in this film with the cat. Char- Maybe what I'm saying is, with the characters involved, it feels a bit unnecessary. It feels like someone will pull a knife out, and the other guys would go, "What the fuck are you doing? Pulling a knife out? What's wrong with you? What would you do in that situation
2: with those these horrible bullies, Ben? I don't know
0: really i mean you'd just be like i'm not taking any of you seriously no matter what you say you're like just some. Um, you're wearing a varsity jacket who on earth do you think you are this other guy's got like a, a mullet like the gen z mullet and he's got drumsticks oh can play a little diddy can you can play a little a paradiddle come play a paradiddle on me on me um, what drum, are you? Drum, drum sit drum kit's not a pop thing what are you the fucking blue man group mate wait <laughs> yeah. on some overturned bins are you yeah, not particularly threatening, but at the same time, they do waz Corey over the, over they do, the side. They the... give
2: him a taste of his bloody own medicine, don't they? Wang him off the end or something. Yeah, um, people
0: fall in, into... And also, it was established a little bit earlier that there was a homeless man living under this this sort of like overpass thing. Yeah. Did you notice immediately when he landed that we could see Michael Myers in the background?
2: No, oh, I didn't notice him
0: yeah it's like he's just on the, the very edge of the shot so the it kind of pans it pans up from Corey on the ground and focuses on the homeless man but just on the right hand side of the shot I'll, I'll need to rewatch this to confirm but he was just standing there having a look and he kind of like i think i think the shot just moved so he didn't walk out of shot it just it just kind of moved um, properly so i'll have to i'll have to go back and see that next time yeah, um, and then Corey basically gets dragged off into the sewers by what we can't see what it is, but I was thinking, is it a Pennywise? Is it a Ninja Turtle? Is oh, it... imagine that! If you his
2: like, his entire life could have gone a completely different way if it had been Master Splinter. All mm-hmm. you know, right, I'm going to teach you the ways.
0: Teach you the the ways of the yeah. We're going to teach you all the kung fu. We've been been befriended the turtles.
2: Friend of the Turtles, there was four bullies, and four of them, they could have. Oh yeah, fucked him up. <laughs> yeah. um, that's what is... you'd
0: want. In a way, you'd almost want a Pennywise as well, just because uh... he only like does he only like kids? Oh no, I suppose he does like the adults, um,
2: hey, adults. But if you believe in yourself and nothing beat shit out of him, oh yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> um... <laughs> if you... if... Actually, Pennywise probably weak against
0: bullies if they'd said hurtful things to him. That's true. That is true. Um. So he wakes up uh, in the sewers and he's like, Jesus Christ, where am I? And as he's walking, and Michael, for some reason, rather than confront him directly, like confronts him through a wall. He's, he's like, <laughs> wait, he's like, I hope he walks past this part in the wall because I'm going to reach out and grab him. I'm yeah, going to yeah. reach out and grab him. <laughs> he's, he, Michael, he was singing that to himself. He's got an original. <laughs> he's got an original Deborah, Ever good. reach, reach <laughs> out and grabs him and again this this is interesting because what we see in this moment is you think okay cory's dead now all of it all of this is for nothing just to build up to michael myers getting his strength back and coming back in and going for laurie strode but no we get like a little little flash of like cory's life or or at least cory's life in the last four years michael senses and here it says senses the same darkness in him And lets him go um, I wasn't sure if it was a sense Or whether he was passing something over To him Giving him the the Michael Myers STD via He got like
2: a, a Ghost rider like penance there But in reverse Yeah, Where actually the more bad things
0: you've done The more I think you're alright actually you're actually, you've done a lot of bad shit haven't you well, you've only killed one person actually. those are shit numbers, but it was a kid, so in a way, counts as ten counts as ten. I respect you more. Um, um lets him go uh again, this felt a bit forced as soon as Corey leaves the homeless dude like grabs him and says, "What does he say?" He's been eating them down there. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah, sort of
2: like, like crazy things. And then it's like and then he goes, Oh, I'll tell you what. I'm Michael Myers. Let's oh, yeah. roll about on the floor over this knife. And it does that, you know the Simpsons music when like Bart and Milhouse have a fight. It's like did it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's like that. They
2: they wrestle for a second. There's
0: a lot of there's a lot of rolling round wrestling in this, or like Do you know when you see, like, two people fighting and they're either equally strong, probably, or equally weak, maybe, where they're like, Ah!" (laughs) there's a lot of that going on. And it seems to be Corey, who's just been overpowered by some pissant bullies, is now being overpowered by, like, an old man, but he gets the better of him and stabs him. And in rolling about, he gets a knife in his tongue and he goes, oh, my life was pretty low anyway. I've just killed a bloody homeless man. Bloody hell. And he's gone. And he's like, oh, I've got a bloody taste for it now. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Pringles. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. Killed a kid. Yeah. Well, I didn't kill anyone else for four years. I have this homeless man. Oh, yeah. I've got the taste oh, for actually, it. Actually. Uh, I, I
2: didn't really taste that one properly. But now, now I've done one.
0: Corey and Alison go on a second date in like just some shitty old. Uh, overcrowded diner
2: he pops around to see her and goes oh, i killed someone and like think oh was he telling her he's just mentioned about the kid that he booted off the balance. Oh yeah that's
0: right yeah of because so, oh, i killed
2: so... someone she goes oh okay i i get why you why you ran off actually
0: um do you, do you mean you killed someone as in the one i know about what yeah 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 definitely oh. <laughs> yeah he just carries on Oh uh, yeah, that one
2: uh, is the one I want to talk about. Actually, again,
0: like your your frustration with a film earlier. If people just communicate properly, then we would know. Do you know what I mean? We people would understand.
2: And Laurie, despite being really into it, she goes off and does an investigation of her own from this point. So she, well, we'll we'll come to the date just now. But Laurie goes to see. She goes to the bar where the girl she's the babysit now works, mm-hmm. and. It's the dad, right? It's the little boy's dad.
0: Yeah, He's yeah. Dad. It's, a little, it's a little boy's dad. Yeah, that's right.
2: Little boy's dad is there and goes, Oh, actually, kid is annoying. Actually, I, I thought he was, I thought he had it coming. He doesn't say that. He says, like, yeah. No way did he kill him. He was a good boy, actually. But yeah. then I saw him the other day. I saw him after this. And I guess this, we haven't, I think the idea behind this whole Corey story is. Yeah um that it's meant to be the the demonization of the town and maybe it's a little bit of like um kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy that everyone thinks he's bad and it kind of drives him to that to that life. I get it. I understood mm-hmm. this movie Ben is what I'm trying to tell you. I understand that yeah, yeah. They, don't come at me in the in the tweets. But uh, yeah like that that's that's what they're Going for it. it's like the trauma of the town. It's kind of turned into what it was, and it sort of says. The dad says, "I think it was right, but I tried to pull up in the car and talk to him sometime, and I saw his eyes. Yeah, uh, they're not they're not his eyes, then, and they're like a
0: dolly's eyes. You got someone else's eyes. Well, you could give them back then. Yeah, there is an interesting theme here where they, they show like <laughs> Cheryl <laughs> Cole. There was an interesting bit where they show like oh the the struggles of the community, like Haddonfield is obviously experiencing from this tragedy, tragedy." Continues like there's someone who's hung themselves, which for some reason like Laurie and <laughs> the granddaughter are like see what's that? Someone's hung themselves over there, yeah. And there's obviously more ki- a spate of like other deaths or tragedies or other things that it's like, like you uh,
2: see some billboards of missing people, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. And again, we're not we're not expressively told that that this is Michael Myers who's been having these people off, taking them into the sewer, but we're made to think maybe he has. But at the same time, he is really weak, and I think we're supposed to think that with it, with each kill, he grows stronger, almost like, uh, um, he's get being given a ration pack in Metal Gear Solid. To, yeah. to but get he's, yeah, but
2: he's knocking on a bit. He's knocking on a bit, and he's been right poorly. He's all fucked up, he's so he can't can't do it. Can't do it on his own. Um. So that's and
0: he, he never takes that bloody mask off. Give just give yourself a little bit of of a of a a, a breathing space, please. God I mean,
2: sake. I guess it shows that the the little boy and the the little boy and the banister incident happened in 2019. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably been isolating because he's been he's been locked up for the COVID years. Oh yeah, now, of
0: course. <laughs> <laughs> he's been locked up for the COVID. Years. He was just basically the reason he's down there is because he's terrified, absolutely terrified of COVID. Despite the fact that he wears a mask all the time, he's he's terrified. He's like, actually, it does say. Stay home, save lives. Um, stay home, has, uh, wait, wait, even if your home's in a sewer. Stay home, save lives. Hands um, face so space, the Michael Myers way. Is it? Um, when, is, that, is now when they go on their second date? Or, yeah, no, they, they go, go to that. They go to the house as well, don't they?
2: They they do go to the house and they chat about it and said, "Oh, this is where he horrible bloods
0: horrible blood stain still there." I mean that that wouldn't happen, would it? Bloodstain'd be gone. Yeah. Also, what happened? Like in terms of real estate and the way ha- homeowners like why would they just why would that house now just be abandoned? Like, I can understand yeah, those, why the those tw- twins
2: that have been on there, the house flippers that have um
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we want the, the twins, the house flippers. Uh me and Charlie were watching it once and she went, Are they related? <laughs> I went, they're literally identical twins. What on <laughs> earth are you talking about? <laughs> are they related? Yeah. That's right. Just good and mates. No, Mary, Kate, and uh, Ashley. They're just good mates as well. Yeah. Well, they look similar. Nah, not sure about that.
2: Similar, look. Um,
0: um Yeah, so they go there and then they go on a date to like some horrible overcrowded diner. And now the police officer, Doug Mullaney, Allison's ex, what? He is 20 years older than her. Yeah. What's happening? When did they go out? yeah, when did they go out? like a, boy- a boyfriend
2: at the end of the last I know there's been four years. You can see other people, but a boyfriend yeah. at the end of the last one had his
0: head smashed off by Michael Myers on the banisters. at what point did she go? I'm gonna date someone, not only a police officer but someone who looks like twenty years older than me. Is he supposed to be the same age? I don't really I mean, are get they it. even
2: are they even necessarily dating? He's like pulling up and like saying, oh, so if they had. Like an unsuccessful first date or something, like that, and he's after another one.
0: Yeah, it seems like that, doesn't it? Or like the kind of guy who has maybe like gone on a date with her and she's kind of cooled off on it, but he's still like there. He still thinks that maybe there's a chance. Or- yeah. Or they,
2: or they like went to something with other people that like you know wasn't a date. Like oh, we were both. Um, oh no. We both. We both. Oh, we 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 bumped into each other and chatted at yeah the supermarket see- one day. A bit like Laurie does
0: with her little date. Um, oh, yeah. A bit. That um, uh, Dude, Um, I think that maybe has already happened as well. So she she meets up with the um deputy Frank Hawkins, isn't it? Who yeah. obviously got she he got hurt by Michael as well. They ended up in hospital together, pretty much for the whole of the of Halloween Kills. And he's doing uh, right. He's bought himself a guitar. He's bought himself a guitar, and he's been he's been shredding away on that. And you know, him and Laurie have got a little bit of a a little bit of spark going yeah. on. And he wants you to know? go
2: and learn about. What's it he wants to go and see. Uh, oh he's learning Japanese that's right and they're going to go and look, a bit at that cher- gonna look at the cherry blossoms aren't they oh yeah tell, you where,
0: Michael My- tell you where Michael Myers couldn't get you Japan <laughs> he ain't coming to Japan No, way. <laughs> I, I don't even reckon he understands the concept of Japan if you explained to him what Japan was he would tilt his head and kill you but in that moment he would not understand what the concept of Japan was um, so yeah the police officer again is like comes over talking to them, and he's like ignoring Corey, essentially. And this is a dick move, you know. You can see that they're, to- they're, they're together. Do you want to You'd come over? Look- it's uh, old Billy Bob's uh, birthday? Do you want to come over with She's, nah, I'm actually with someone. I'm actually with someone. But I don't... I didn't think from this exchange that it would turn into what it did, because I was a bit like, even if you had an awkward exchange where he squared up to you and kind of told you to back off, would you then wait for him to leave and follow him? I mean, don't, I don't know. Even if yeah. I mean I, I know he's a police officer, so what is he probably trying to do? Like get some dirt on him or try and frame him for something. I don't know. Um doesn't need to frame him for anything because he is out there. <laughs> Murderer, yeah. Um but yeah, after this little exchange, this is where they've had a little
2: chat and going oh, I'll tell you what, I'm sick of this, I want to burn it all down. And he goes, Yeah, you should. And he goes, right. Now to assume the policeman's gonna follow me,
0: set him a little trap. Yeah. So he's like luring victims from Michael to somehow like their help Michael become. And it, he says, "Show me," as well, doesn't he? I don't know we will get to that, but yeah, so um, the guy
2: the guy turns up. He like he tricks him into the little sewers, and then Michael Myers is there to help him fight him. He's like, "Come on, show us how to do it." Then,
0: but again, it's just uh, he, he's 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 still he, now he's maybe on like twenty percent strength. Um. Still bloody struggling with everything, to be fair. He he, he needs help. They double team him.
2: Corey helps him. He gets in some of the first little injuries. And then Michael Myers puts his iPod Classic on. It's like, this is how we do
0: it. And then he uh, starts uh, shanking him up. Shanking him while Corey holds him. And as I said before, there is something quite erotic, quite sexual, like about the way he's like gazing up at him, looking into him, Michael's eyes while Michael's thrusting, Michael's thrusting away at that man, thrusting a, a a big hard piece of shiny metal into into that man. Um, he and he does say, like, show me how to do it or whatever. So it's almost like this uh, this event is doing two things: it's bringing Michael's killer instinct back, and it's also like awakening that killer instinct. Yeah in Corey, I guess. Restoring a bit of Michael's health as well. And then oh, yeah. we go on a bit of a...
2: Now, what order is this? Benan- I think we have one more little date scene where they're absolutely in love now. Where well,
0: This um... is the bit where there's a cut after this happens and Michael and Corey have just committed a, a double-team murder. There's an immediate cut to Alison on the back of Corey's motorbike. <laughs> and for a second I was like, it's Michael on the back of the motorbike <laughs> in like a true romance slash drive sort of romantic oh. romantic moment. Oh, he's a wrong one, but I love him anyway. <laughs> Got the Top Gun music on. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, if that happened, I would, I would have, I would have laughed, but I think I would have loved it. Do you know what I mean? I Michael would have, Myers on like, your motorbike. This is absolutely ridiculous, but at the same time, but at the same time, I respect it. You know, I mean, it's got it. It's it's a mad shit that's happening and confusing shit where you're like, where is it going with this? But I'm still curious. I'm not to say I'm thinking it's a good film at this point. I'm not to say I'm. It's changing changing my life, and I'm thinking this is the best Halloween movie ever. But I'm still curious, and I wasn't curious watching Halloween Kills. Yeah, I was, as I said, I was frustrated. I was like, get on with it, get on with it. Whereas this, I was like, it's getting on with it, but. I don't know what he's getting on with. Yeah. Um
2: so they go they go and sit on the roof of the radio station and to say, our oh, core, sick of this town, right? Let's just go, shall we? And he goes, Oh, but I'm invincible now. And he jumps off the roof. He's being very strange. He jumps yeah. off the roof and the man from the radio station comes out and goes, What are you doing?
0: Man from the radio station is like unnecessarily rude as well. Like calling people I don't know, anyone who's been through some shit. Everyone's a freak. Everyone's he's a rude a... he's a
2: rude he's a rude man though. He's quite you see you hear him quite a few times. He's rude on the radio too. Yeah. He's always saying
0: rude stuff. He's one of he's one of those personalities who go, Listen, I just tell her how it is, all right? And if you don't like it, it's like, all right, well, I think you're just being a twat. I don't think you're telling her how it is. You're just telling <laughs> yeah. us how you think it is.
2: How it is is no. a twat, yeah. So he's a bit rude to him. Sends him sends him packing. Laurie's watching from the car going Ain't sure, and so sure about this. That's weird. How has she like got involved in that as well? Yeah, she's gone from this being her idea to being sus about it. I think at this point, she's also gone to see Corey's mom, who we've not really touched on her, is really mean to Corey. Oh, yeah, and then when he gets in after being picked on by those mean bullies that stepped on his glasses, she's cross with him. Doesn't need his glasses, by the way, anymore
0: after she... they got broken. She's mean to him, but then uses um, affection to manipulate him. Like she slaps him at one point and he goes, oh, I love you. I'm so sorry. He tries to kiss him on the lips. Yeah, but she's like... She, like properly trying to tongue him. Yeah, it's very strange. And he, and her step the stepdad, aka the guy who like basically stays at the at the scrapyard watching movies all the time because he can't bear to be around her. And a lot of times he's just sat in the corner quietly like going, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for a wife who's treating people like this and also a son who's clearly maybe got said some... yeah,
2: so, right I'll I'll do something about it as soon as I finished all of the John Quad Van Damme movies
0: yeah and he's watching all the ones that no one cares about as well just cause only, he just
2: only knock off to go
0: <laughs> um
2: so yeah we've, we've had this scene curry's been to like the uh, been to see like laurie has been to see Curry's <laughs> Laurie and Curry been to see Curry's mom and she's like, Oh, your skank of a granddaughter
0: would be lucky to
2: have someone
0: nice yeah, like Curry who's not mad. Um but yeah. again that's like it's like there's a toxic relationship there going on where it's like a mother sees their son could do no wrong and then obviously sure a tragedy's happened and she in a way um is more protective of her son because of that but it's manifested itself as this really controlling, dangerous, weird behaviour. Yeah. And
2: that's that's all happened. And then uh, you know, it's it's starting to come out like in other ways as well, because we've had another scene with Alison at the um at the at the clinic she works at where the other the other healthcare assistant has been going has been like winding her up about going out with courage,
0: we just shut the fuck up, will you? Mm. Well, at least I'm going out with Corey, and you're going out with the the doctor. You're sleeping with some twat to like. I mean, I don't know if it's to get. I don't know <laughs> to get to get ahead career wise, or it's just because he's got a lovely house and he's clearly in a bit of a little bit of bunts. Yeah, and we'll see that right now because we yeah, like she's so the she doctor... gets like passed passed over for the promotion, doesn't she? And the yeah. fellow nurse fellow nurse gets it, uh, and then the doctor takes her to his to his gaff. To celebrate with um, some wine, uh, maybe a cheese fondue. She's got, uh, he's, got, he's got the pool. She goes, oh, just go and shower before swimming, as it is. It's a, lov- a lovely pool. No bombing, no running up and down, and certainly no petting. Unfortunately, that's probably what he's got in mind. And he's gone, um, right.
2: Oh, she's on shit. I've got to cross that rule off the pool rules.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I've, I've left you... Uh, what was he doing? He, I've left good? him a lovely I've left him a lovely her a lovely gift as well on the bed. It's a silicon kimono that she immediately puts on. Just assuming it's for her, which I think is quite rude. Um, <laughs> bet he's thought so, oh, I treat myself <laughs> with a new kimono. I will have it gift wrapped actually. A little present yeah. for myself, you know. Um leave it on the bed ready for me later when I come back. Yeah, yeah. What's this? What are you wearing my kimono for? Get it off. But he doesn't get a chance to do that because <laughs> he also... opens he opens his wine with Chekhov's white corkscrew. Chekhov's court true. and also when she hears like a commotion, she refers to him as Doctor, something over and over again. Like, does she not ha- know his Does she not know his first name? She must know his first name.
2: Going to say his name, Doctor Hazlitt? but that's the guy from where she wrote? Oh um, God, named... Dr. Mathis. Dr. Dr. Mathis. Doctor uh, Dr. <laughs> Mathis. Doctor Mathis. Eminem's Doctor. Doctor, yeah. Calls for Doctor Mathis. Doctor Mathis, uh, and she. Pops out to see what's going on. And he hasn't
0: got the what was he getting ready? Like the fire pit or something like that. He hasn't got that ready at all. Yeah. I like this because you can see you can see him getting stabbed in the background, can't you? Yeah, he's been he's been shanked up by Scarecrow face. Yeah, so Corey has got the scarecrow mask that he wore to the Halloween party. Has he got a jumper on? Can't remember. Um he's
2: he's he's in full scarecrow mode and he's Stabbing up the stabbing up the doctor, and he's not very forensically aware. He's wiping his grubby mitts all over the window. I like how, from a killer point of view, it's a nice, it's a nice thematic and a nice difference of performance. Yeah, give this one credit where it's due. I like it how, unlike the deliberate um, methods of Michael Myers, he's quite frantic. So like he's quite. and he's like
0: beating on the door, like <laughs> he's quite frantic. Also, this is a nice callback, or thematically, it, to Michael Myers when he was like dressed as a clown when he was a kid and he killed um killed his sister. And I will tell you what does annoy me now is that Corey takes that mask off a lot. And also when he's when he's got the Michael Myers mask on, he takes that off at every turn. And I'm almost like it feels like it's the the film trying to show us, look, it's him. When we know, look, it's him under that. Well, I know it's him. Know that. Yeah, yeah, but we want to confirm it that it's definitely him, just in case you're confused. Okay, bit annoying. We'll
2: touch on it a bit later. I personally, if you, I get it. It's probably a little bit more predictable. But for this film to have fit and felt like a more cohesive series, I would have perhaps have a little ambiguity as to whether it was Corey. I would have had more. Yeah. More yeah, or yeah, less in his dialogue that didn't necessarily indicate that it was him, so it could be him. Mm. Um, uh, maybe I'd have had the Michael Myers mask in for all of the killings, mm. and then perhaps revealed have Michael Myers killed, and then either yeah. have him as a final person, or have some kind of I guess. It's a little yeah. bit scream if you have two killers and you're not sure which one's which. I'd have yeah. done. I would have done well. two things, and then had him be re- revealed. Either as a surviving killer or as another threat at the, at the in the yeah. in the last bit, but right now got... we, it is immediately. So we saw, um, Corey kill the doctor, out outside, um, and then, uh, Michael had double teamed it. The nurse is confronted by old Mike Myers himself, and he does his classic move. He's obviously <sighs> feeling better. He does a wall
0: pin with his... Um, oh, yeah. Pins it to the wall with his knife. Special move. That's his... Um, that's his fatality. That's his, that's his fatality. That's
2: his signature dish. That mm-hmm. He does right there. So he's... He does that. Takes a... Uh, pins it to the wall. Leaves them. Leaves them there. And they're, they're they're doing some killing together. And then...
0: This... Well, what I kind of like about this is, obviously he said two killers in the screen, but... This is good because it's like a supernatural, unkillable monster, at his like at a, a moment where he's not at his full strength, and then just like a random dude who's kind of like helping him, and they're almost developing this like symbiotic relationship. In little scare, little scarecrow boy. Yeah, he should have kept, he should have just stayed his little scarecrow boy, for God's sake. Um, Yeah, okay, and then after that, Alison and Corey discuss their plan to leave Haddonfield because of all the past trauma. Now, although earlier, Alison was like, I don't want to leave, got my memories here. Now she's like, yeah, why not? Um. And then Laurie's becoming more and more suspicious of Corey because she senses something. There's a bit earlier, so this is quite good, where she's in the house, she looks out on the street and he's down there lurking by the hedge. Similar to obviously the way Michael Myers did, again, daytime Michael Myers. I like that. Yeah. Um, and could could have done a bit more of that. Uh, but yeah, she basically says, "Stay away from her. You can't. You know, don't, don't. You're not going anywhere. Leave her alone." But Corey basically says, "Shan't actually. I shan't. You're, actually. T- I shan- you're to blame for all the events that have happened in Haddonfield, and if I can't have her." No one can. <laughs> totally, normal. totally normal. Don't care what you say. Our first date, big argument. Second date, uh, threatening your ex-boyfriend, who is a dick, but threatening him, essentially. Third, third date, just after your third date, um, telling your grandmother that if if I can't have her, no one can. This is all good. This is all perfect. I'm, I'm excited for where this relationship's it's going like go. The Ayatollah and Bart's
2: soul. <laughs> if, if the Ayatollah yeah. can't have it, nobody can. Nobody can. Jesus. Um. So, yeah, the, the, he's he, he's he's becoming rapidly more and more unhinged, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Allison also has
0: a row with um Laurie. Goes, no, I love him, and you can't you can't stop it. I love him, and you can't stop it. Yes, yeah, like all of that sort of cliche stuff, where you're like, yeah, but he's definitely a rogue. No, no, I can't. I can't. I don't <laughs> and,
2: agree I don't been agree. hanging out for about two days um, yeah. Yeah. really really doubling down on it like, we never see any fallout to the murder of the doctor and the
0: and nurse I guess no one's checked we never see the fallout to the murder of the doctor we don't see the fallout of the murder of the um, the, of homeless, the homeless man homeless unless Michael man. took took him into his lair and like consumed him somehow ate him up to get his
2: energy but mm. next up we get to see um Corey
0: sets out a trap for those horrible bullies. So, is this when it. No, wait, does he. Oh, no, wait, first of all. So, it's... it says October 31st. Oh, it's Halloween, is it? Oh, yeah. Well, what's everything happening on Halloween round here? He goes to the sewers and has a weird, like, dance fight. Well, it's just a fight with Michael for the mask. Um, He basically says, I need to borrow this. <laughs> what does he say? Mm-hmm. I'll have this. I need this for a bit. Oh, lenders this mask. Gizzit, will you? It's almost like I need this mask in order to I don't know. I can't remember exactly what he says. It's almost yeah, like he, the pat the true power of Michael, that true supernatural, super strength stuff seems to come from the mask.
2: He goes oh, in some
0: way a representation of it. And then um, they they
2: wrestle and he snatches it off him and goes, Oh, you're just a fella in a mask,
0: aren't you? See ya now you're just a man in a sewer in a boiler suit. So gutted. Who's that? Um, who are you? Who are you? I'm just Michael. Um, and yeah, goes to the scrapyard place. Uh, well, he dad... lures the bullies there, but
2: like in a way that I think, even if you're a stupid bully, you think obviously a trap.
0: Obviously a trap. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Um. You think that he's got,
2: like, his dad and the uh, junkyard lads to come and, like, beat you up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what does he do? He writes Psycho on the car. Yeah. Scratches it in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. That's <laughs> right. Cook past Babtridge on, on, the, <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. his car. Cook Pass Babtridge. Yes, oh no. Babtridge. Oh no. Um... And basically, the way he kills them is, uh, what does he do? Who does he get first? Oh yeah, he shoves a drumstick in the one's eye. Who's always who's always drumming with the drumsticks? Yeah. Classic. So they go. Oh, what
2: are, what's drumsticks doing in the cut? Oh no, he's been he's been got. That'd be it for me. It wouldn't be like uh oh. Let's yeah. still let's still look for him. Let's still um, look
0: for him. So they go into. They go and go to the stepdad, and he goes, "What's that? Drumsticks has been has had his eyes crushed in." Uh here you are, little kid, not little kid, but you know, here you are, high school kid. That's a rifle. Shooter. He only gives
2: him a rifle. Gives
0: him a rifle. Gives him a rifle. Gives him a rifle. Uh, his, I'm gonna take the old six shooter. You stay here. Meanwhile, um, I don't meanwhile. think you'd give. I don't think you'd give a random kid a gun, would you? You take a gun out yourself yeah. and go and investigate. But I don't think you'd give a random kid a gun. Leo Michael
2: Myers um, has started up a car and. Two of the other bully girls are trying to climb over the Yeah.
0: Well it's like gate. it's like the it's like the towing vehicle, isn't it, that he's got. Yeah. Um, and again, we did see Michael drive a car and was it in Kills? He like drove a car into something? I can't remember.
2: I know this no, isn't Michael. He was driving a car, he drove a car in the original, but this guy's this version of Michael's so great at with cars. Mm. Um and he one of them has Just got over the gate and immediately gets plowed down and she's crushed underneath it. But she's all right at the minute, don't worry.
0: Yeah, it didn't kill her, it just trapped her.
2: One of the other, the other girl tries to help her escape. Um, but Michael, Neo Michael, gives her a wrench in.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, always reminds
2: me of Super when someone gets bashed with a wrench.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and again, it's super brutal, and there's like, there's really. Quick cuts of like what clearly is practical effects, like a, a head getting caved in for a second. That's 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 pretty good. That's
2: the last one, isn't it? So she gets bashed. Oh, no, idea. she gets bashed with the um, she gets bashed with the wrench. And this is this is a brutal scene. This is like on a par, if not surpassing, the previous one.
0: Yeah, and it's this is at this point in this part of the film feels like Halloween kills. It feels like it's going back to that brutal. Almost like nonsensical, just murder of it. Um, and I think like I always preferred the stalking Michael. You know, like the scene in twenty eighteen version where he just walks from house to house, yeah, picking up a knife, killing someone like that. Stalking Michael, I think that's what feels legit to me. This felt like the the angel of death Halloween kills Michael. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then the kid arrives with the gun, aims at Corey. And then Corey does his favorite thing, takes off the mask. His stepdad sees that it's the mask, turns to try and stop um, the kid from shooting him. And even though I'm guessing that guy's never shot a rifle before, headshot.
2: Yeah, blows his his poor dad's head away. Like, you know, probably the last good influence that Corey had left.
0: Yeah, that's true. There Um, you go. So that's that's probably representative of something isn't it he gets Um, blown
2: blown away and then is immediately and then the bully boy goes to try and save the girl that's underneath the fence
0: again why are we made to think that this again bully characters why are we suddenly made to think that they like all care about each other as well it's very vibe wise it's it's off in one minute they're like these malicious evil bastards the other time they're almost like yeah yeah, they're just all
2: good mates together um, and uh, it fails though, and um, he gets um,
0: well, does Terry is that the bully boy? I don't know, actually, yeah. How, how does he, how does he die? I can't remember.
2: Oh know Terry, Terry was the little boy that got um,
0: got, got knocked. I'm not sure what a bully boy is, but does he just, how does he die? Does he, he just gets, get, he gets blowtorched in the face. Oh, yeah. See, that was good and a bit unexpected, and and I guess similar in a way to. To kills, but this is the thing. It isn't Michael Myers. And I know we're supposed to think, oh, it's the mask that sort of has this like yeah. relentless need to to kill in this super, super evil, horrible way. But yeah, blow torches him, turns him into a jack-o' lantern, which obviously we've yeah. seen before. And then um,
2: pumpkin patches the girl that's under the under the fence. Yeah, smush. So
0: he, just, he just drives over, her. is that right? Drives it's or does he stomps, stomps on a Oh the- stomps, that's right. Yeah, this does is it, all pretty good. And then stomp. he goes and then he while he's got his kill streak live, he goes to kill his mum. Yeah. How does he get her now? He just goes up behind her and I think she turns and screams and then I don't think you see it. I think she turns and screams. He raises the he raises a knife. Because I think he goes in the he goes into the kitchen drawer, gets like the iconic big kitchen knife out, yeah. and then I think it cuts away, and then we see her dead. Um then he goes to the radio station kills a receptionist first um and then did you recognize the receptionist now i do is it the lady from the last drive-in it sure is yeah so the mate okay, remember. she's the one who answers the let opens the letters diana Pr- diana price i think her name is i want to say diana prince then, on, it is it letters. is diana it is diana prince oh it's diana prince as in, as in as wonder in... woman it's got to be a stage name, then, if that's the case. Um, yeah. So she's she gets killed, and then this is good and brutal and hor- and horrific. DJ gets, like I said, smashed into the mixing desk, and then his tongue cut off. But this is some, an, again, some more really good practical effects.
2: Big Pair of scissors tongue, cuts his tongue
0: off. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to the Strode house where it looks like Laurie is gonna kill herself. Yeah
2: sad because her granddaughter has abandoned her, she's the only one left in this world mm-hmm. Um, and she phones, she prepares everything, gets a gun ready, phones the police and says oh, I'm going to kill myself so just just be aware of that please. Police. The most
0: snub nosed of all the snub nosed guns I think <laughs> I've ever seen Yeah <laughs> It's like, it's next to nothing in terms of that barrel Uh, but yeah but Corey, when- Corey's on his way as well um, And then as help. he pops his head around the door She's made this phone call
2: She's upset Uh, Corey pops his head around the door And she's not this... about to shoot herself She goes ha
0: And this is from the trailer Now imagine watching that trailer when we did We reacted to this trailer Now Imagine watching that trailer and then having someone go That's not Michael Myers in that bit You'd be I... like what? <laughs> what are yeah. you on about? Of course it is I'll bet my life that it is
2: If it had been Michael Myers he might have dealt with it a little differently but Corey pauses and
0: gets a couple in the chest and then falls down the stairs. Falls down the stairs and again immediately takes that mask off. Now I know it's supposed to be like so it's effective and makes Laurie be like oh my god it's you. I knew you had the evil of Michael in you as well or something like that. But again I feel like it's doing it to to kind of show us that thing annoyed me where someone kept taking the mask off can't remember what it was not been a superhero thing, some kind of superhero thing someone great. kept taking making, taking a mask off, oh yeah well um, he didn't take the mask off at all did he old uh, Carlo, but, oh you mean like the original the original like, Sylvester Stallone, like, Stallone, the best one. Stallone one taking the mask off all the time we're not supposed to um, yeah it was annoying it was annoying me when he kept taking the mask off I feel like it just, it took me out of this okay I know it's not Michael Myers and also when did he when did he Upgrade his his outfit to blue boiler suit, yeah he must have just gone and, I guess his his dad ran a junkyard. probably got one from there, got some overalls, still kind of weird that he put the mask on and he went hang on a minute, someone's missing here. I need the full costume. ain't mucking about um yeah yeah, and then when when it looks like she's gonna kill him, well, she shot him a couple of times she and shot he shot still him a couple of times be... he's still he's at the bottom of the stairs, but they have a, they have time for a little chat,
2: and he goes. Oh, You're never going to cop off with Alison, all right? Because you're you're bad. And he goes, Well, if I can't have a no one, well, but as I can't kill you, I'm going to frame you for my murder.
0: And he hears, must hear a keys in the door or something. He goes, Ha! (laughs) He hears the car coming, he hears the car pulling up and he laughs, like, Ha! ha, But so he kills himself. Yeah, and it's completely inconsequential and makes absolutely no sense to everything that's come before because I thought the point was that this was going to be the new Michael Myers, that evil was going to live on, that if Michael Myers dies, somebody else is going to inherit but that not, supernatural not,
2: power. Not that at all. All that goes in the bin with this scene. He basically sets it up and says, "Ah, uh, now I made it look." And then Allison comes so in. So are we as... are we
0: supposed to feel that this is this is what does make sense? We're supposed to think that Corey. Values stitching up Laurie and ruining her relationship with her granddaughter. He values that more so than being also, alive and being a Michael Myers. And you know, as an evil Michael Myers, he could kill Laurie, or well, maybe not kill Laurie, but he, I'm sure. Yeah, this is the thing. It just seems to throw all that in the bin for, for something that doesn't seem to have too much weight. Then of course, Allison walks in, thinks that Laurie's killed him. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Sorry, um, I hate you. I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm off. My,
2: I am leaving. I've had enough of being in this town, and it's all, yeah. She's she's
0: on the road. Laurie is left alone and in her. Uh, now it feels like it just feels despair. like it's not earned because I feel like Corey and Laurie, there isn't enough of a connection between them or a story between them for me to suddenly be like, oh fuck, he's really fucked her over here. It's, I don't know. I feel like the bit, story, the story needs, and a bit shallow. The story needs to be either he is. A bastard, and he's trying to manipulate Allison and Laurie, or he need, he wants to be a new Michael Myers. It feels like he's trying to play both of those cards at the same time, and doesn't double down enough. Doesn't double down at all on either one of them. So either one of them kind of feels a bit unfinished, unbelievable, and yeah, not all Correct. that effective. It's,
2: it's kind of abandoned, isn't it? At this at this moment, and and then Ben this happens we've, we've been over oh yeah now, Romeo and
0: Julia ends
2: and okay. now it's and now it's Halloween ends because then I'm guessing he just stuck to the shadows and was maskless Michael Myers comes up
0: takes the mask back puts it on wait I'm gonna have that mask a second second, your back's turned oh he's dead okay oh I no my my apprentice is dead
2: He's not also, he's not
0: there, he's he's, he's alright. He's like, ah, I'm not dead and Michael Myers, Why would he not why would he be alright? He'd been shot, he'd been stabbed, or again, are we supposed to feel that somehow that's supernatural, unkillable? He's got just a little like a little a of Michael Myers' power.
2: Oh, yeah. But it's not not enough to not get your head twisted off like a bird.
0: Yeah. So he twists his head off. Um Yeah, twists his head off
2: and uh, then nips back into the kitchen and has a fight with Laurie. Much of it we saw in the trailer, but we we do get a I fight. Mean, pretty
0: much all of it we saw in the trailer. So yeah, there's a fight. There's a lot of like slinging her over the kitchen table, um, put trying to put her hand in the garbage disposal thing. Yeah, Uh she nuts but him. Course, she stabs he's, him. He's probably at what forty percent. Yeah, so maybe it's been, been growing, but he's clearly not as powerful as. He's he's got some power back from killing people, but not as many. So he's, so Laurie can still like pretty much go toe to toe with him, head butting him, um, stabs him in the hand, pinning him, and stabs him in the other hand as well. Uh, drops from... yeah
2: pins pins his arms down, gets on top of him, and stabs him in the chest. Drops a fridge on his legs. Yeah, um, and then
0: slits his throat. Well, first of all, she shows him his reflection in the knife, which I thought was quite nice. Yeah, have a look at this. I like that. I was like, that is a shiny knife. How did you get that knife so shiny? She was like, uh, dishwasher. Brasso, mate. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Takes his mask off. Uh, and then slits his throat. And then... Does oh, yeah, get... but in, in that exact moment, he pulls his hand free. Similar to the way the hand was split in half in men. Yeah, he gets a men-, gets, a, gets a men hand. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) he gets a bloody men hand. Um, grabs her by the throat, but then Alison arrives. So obviously, when she's driven, she's driven away. Yeah, Frank gives her a ring, doesn't he? Frank goes, Oh yeah, that's right. See, Oh yeah, of course. Just phoned in that she's gonna kill herself, and she goes, Oh, all right. It's so convoluted because you just be like, What? She phoned in that she killed herself. She, uh, uh, she's gonna kill herself. I don't know. It's, It's all a bit mad. She goes back. And then in the most horrific, brutal and almost like, I'd look at Alison and be like, Jesus Christ, just walks in and like breaks his arm.
2: Yeah, she walks in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell.
2: She's pretty stressed. Um, I guess at this point now, does she intrinsically believe, oh, Corey probably was bad, wasn't he?
0: I don't know. I don't understand. I don't think she witnessed any actual violence from him. So here's the thing. she ne- There probably needed to be a moment for it, for it to fully get hammered home that he's a wrong end. She would have needed to witness something, so an act of violence by him, but she didn't, which again, leaves that plot thread kind of dangling. Yeah,
2: like otherwise she much think, yeah, Corey was was good, but Michael Myers was just coincidentally also here. Um, it's but very yeah, strange. Bust is arm. Um,
0: and then she, and then Laurie slices his wrist, and apparently that finally kills him. Now she's taking his mask off, obviously, and we see his face a bit, not so much. I think we saw his face more in Halloween Kills, didn't we? Or, yeah, we or saw, in, or into we, tw- we didn't, we didn't see that much. We don't focus on it that much, and I guess yeah. because I
2: I like it that you retain a bit of mystique there, or is it mostly because the actor that plays Michael Myers is is a stuntman, really, and not a uh, you know not yeah.
0: But, not it, not a physical. Yeah, probably... you know, he's not like doing Shakespeare in the park. Maybe he is. I don't know. But all he had to do was be dead, wouldn't that? Um. But yeah. So we see him kind of dead, and then, now, if 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 loads more came before this, and loads of different stuff came before this, I would have kind of been happy with this as a potential end because they take his body, they display it on top of their car. And and they come out and go, like... oh,
2: What, what are we do? this isn't protocol. The sheriff, you know, the one that was in the last one but has not been in this one at all. Yeah. He and says, Don't worry. Got the same hat on. Not, not, it's not normal tonight. It's parade season.
0: But you know what? The kind of things that I've I liked about this was the fact that we, earlier on, we saw that the community was damaged and everyone was still kind of traumatized by everything that happened before it. And this act of like displaying his body and getting everybody to like join in as if it's like some sort of float. Uh, brings, the, brings the community together, really, doesn't brings it? Brings the community together. But also, it kind of makes sense that it was like a cleansing of that trauma, in a way. Cleansing all the head of Haddonfield. But also, you don't have the mask on, so it could just been any old bloke. No one's going to come out and go, who's that? Do you, you recognise all the characters? There's,
2: I swear, one of the kids is like, it's like pretty Tony Stark's funeral out here. you got, like, a yeah. um, little boy from Halloween 2018, the one that that,
0: that is baby... Being babysat, I was like, shut no, up. He was there wasn't Dave. He? I think that was him. There was a woman in it as well that we didn't mention that survived Halloween Kills. I think we just assumed she was dead, but young lady with the drone, isn't it? Yeah, she's in a wheelchair, yeah. but yeah, she's, she's... In wheelchair, no, Yeah, she's there
2: at the funeral. Sheriff's there. Laurie's there. So listen, this,
0: this is an act of, of like cleansing for the community, I guess, of Haddonfield. And there's no way that you can assume that he's going to come back from this unless, you know, his spirit lives on and the evil of Michael Myers somehow um, goes mm-hmm. into somebody else.
2: And also, there is no way that you're having that metal grinding machine as prominently in a film when no one's going in it.
0: Yeah. They do. <laughs> and also, she, like, Laurie, like, climbs up there I'm like, bloody, I'll be careful. Don't Health fall and, in. Safety. and also Alison knows how it works. She's like, yeah, on. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did
0: think that. I was like, how would you even get this started? She's like, did you? And this is, to be fair, a pretty good effect. We see um, Michael Myers' body being disposed of in all his glory, um, just getting mushed up in, in the sort of shredder thing, industrial shredder. Uh, and that's that. Michael Myers is gone, dead and gone. It was a weird journey getting to the final killing, but the final twenty minutes were kind of, I guess, what we expected this movie to be, but in know yeah. much more It was a thing. it was a
2: it was a confrontation, certainly. They had one and Laurie yeah. and Alison hold hands and then we go back. Michael Myers' mask is just a thing that sits on a kitchen table now while she finishes her memoirs.
0: And rediscovers a romance with uh, Mr. Oh yeah. Deputy, I guess you wanna, let's
2: let's go and have a look at those cherry blossoms. Do, do you he's fluent, he's speaking fluent Japanese now. Um and, and he says that in Japanese, which I won't say here, but um the subtitles underneath say Yeah, baby. And she's <laughs> oh, no, too, too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> he
0: says, Evil died, am I right? Yeah. yeah. That's that. That's I the end it of how ends. <laughs> yeah okay that's it have we got any any name game oh yes
2: have you got any do you want to do you want me to run through some? Or do you want to round robin this one let's round robin it all right then so here is the first one uh, what's the What's the synopsis? The saga
0: of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in this final instalment of the trilogy. It's not really a synopsis, but still.
2: Right, so the saga of Michael Myers comes to an end when um he has to go without because of the cost of living crisis, and he can't afford to put his central heating on.
0: Halloween spends? The,
2: the opposite, because he doesn't put the heating on, Ben. He's not warm.
0: Halloween, is it just the last word that I need to think about? Yeah, just the
2: last word this time.
0: Halloween, I don't know. What is it?
2: It's cold because he hasn't got to put the heating on. He's just having to stay at home and re- relax. <laughs> relax in a cold house. Cause he can't <laughs> go out. Go away, just relax it. Halloween. Oh no! See, well, I've I've rhymed with the wrong one. That was for the previous one. Halloween chills. I'll do one for actually this one. Ah, oh, you <laughs>
0: stitched
2: me right up. Halloween and I, and I gave away my first one as well. Oh no! <laughs> right, I'll I'll try and forget oh, it. I'll damn give, it! I'll give I'll give you another one that's actually for the right one. So, because of the cost and living of living crisis, uh, the saga of Michael Myers comes to an end when. Rather than buy a new bike boiler suit, he just repairs the one he has.
0: Halloween men's Halloween men's correct. (laughs) I like it. Okay, mine is the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax that goes viral when it becomes the top searched hashtag on Twitter. (laughs) Halloween trends, correct? Yes. Um.
2: So here is another one for you. Um, the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a climax when um, Michael Myers puts his criminal ways aside and distributes snacks to people in an office or hospital setting by posing as a big square machine.
0: Halloween Vens. Halloween Vens. Correct oh wow um okay so the saga of michael myers and laurie strode comes to a a healthy climax in this final installment of this trilogy when they share a lovely smoothie together get all the fruit and vegetables in the house uh waz it up and enjoy a lovely smoothie together halloween blends <laughs> halloween blends correct i
2: got, I got another one for you here. Um, the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to an end. with um, They decide to solve their differences with a penalty shootout competition. And Michael has an advantage because he's learned to curve the ball like one of his favourite soccer stars.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, Halloween bends.
2: There's a few more words in this one.
0: Halloween bends it like Beckham. (laughs) Yes.
2: Halloween bends it like Beckham. (laughs) Wonderful.
0: (laughs) Is that it? I think that's all I have. Um, That's plenty. That's plenty. That's good. Okay. So we need to rate the movie and we're also, because me and Andy did a franchise ranking episode a little while ago for the Halloween franchise for all of the movies, except this one, we're going to, we're going to discuss where it would go in our ranking as well. Um, any thoughts at this stage? Are you going to rank this one?
2: Uh, I hadn't Ooh. really thought about letters until this point.
0: Yeah, same here. I,
2: I think maybe I, I think versus how I felt about it the rest of the day, I think having talked about it.
0: <laughs> I swear, we must say that every single episode. Now. I
2: reckon. I reckon talked about it and talking through it. Maybe there are some more elements to it that I will mellow on over time and I will enjoy a little bit more. I think I liked it. I I know that I liked it more than more than Halloween Kills, um, because it it tried to do something. I felt it was disjointed and it had an idea that it then threw away and it required to throw away some of the progress and some of the set that they made in Halloween Kills to run with this idea that they had. But there were some individual things, and unlike Halloween Kills, I didn't think that it deliberately tried to waste my time I could have I I enjoyed and didn't enjoy things to different levels but things happened on this yeah. one and the ending scene that would have fit just at the end of Halloween kills it yeah. was it was a it was a fine one so I am going to give oh, I feel like I'm damning it with faint praise but I'm gonna give Halloween ends a C
0: okay not bad. Damning it with faint praise. Damning it with rem- faint
2: praise, but a, a lovely, acceptable but not spectacular C for this one. Yeah,
0: I probably am going to go for a C plus. I can't remember exactly what I did for Halloween Kills. Hopefully, it's less than that. Otherwise, I'll be inconsistent and and, and ridiculous. But look, for Hall- I had a re- I had a bad time of Halloween Kills. It annoyed me. It frustrated me. I felt like it wasted my time. I felt like it went nowhere. Now, this film is a mess. This film vetoes a lot of interesting things it, it put forward in Halloween 2018 and in Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. Um, veto some of them, but it uh, does try and do something different. It's weird. It's wacky. It's completely unexpected. You know, there's no way I could have predicted this is the way it was going to go. But after... The events of Halloween Kills that maybe like pushed me to the very brink of what I thought an enjoy- enjoyable Halloween movie could be, and not in a good way. Like pushed me right to the edge. Like, oh, all right, I just want kills, kills, nothing, nothing more than kills. I know it's called kills, but give me all the kills. This tried to do something, and you know, in years to come, we might look back on this and think of it in the same sort of vein as *Season of the Witch*, which I'm sure when it came out, and Michael is ain't even in it. What the hell this is ridiculous? This is awful. Maybe not the same as that, but there's potential there. I think for, for it to be considered like a misunderstood, not classic, but like a misunderstood cult favorite, possibly. Yeah. I can imagine that not saying, not, not, not saying that's how I view it. I don't think it is how I view it. Um, It's in terms of, the, in terms of a trilogy tonally all over the place. I'm annoyed by the fact that clearly this franchise so clearly this trilogy wasn't planned at all. That annoys me, the fact that like so much money has gone into it and they've clearly tried to stretch like a story across maybe two movies and then they've added things in last minute. What, what about this? What if we add this? Oh, that's good actually. Yeah, i write that down on the whiteboard. The, oh film, the film idea you had for the majority of
2: this film let people make new horror boogeymen. You could have made a story out of this that was completely yeah. non-Halloween related. Make it, make,
0: you know, a bold statement, Ben. Turn Halloween back into a an anthology yeah. franchise. Yeah. Um. And there's a lot of interesting things that I kind of liked. Now, I didn't always like where they went with it, and sometimes they just dropped it completely, and that was annoying, but I kind of respect it for the fact that it did kind of introduce this, like this evil lives on, or evil can be, tra- like, get passed over, Yeah. or maybe like Michael Myers is going to die, but then a different evil is going to live on. Now, the way it the way it eventually ended was not satisfying um, with the with these plot threads. However, seeing Michael eventually go through the mulcher, whatever it is, like, oh well, yeah, that's that's a, con- a decent enough conclusion for me. Not great, but you know, Halloween Kills did my nut in so much that maybe I just wanted anything, and I'm I kind of respect it for the fact it wasn't just Halloween Kills Part Two, which is kind of part of me was a little bit worried about that. Yeah, so I'm gonna go for a C plus. Again, I might cool on that in time, or I might become more fond of it um, in time. And in terms of where this ranks with the franchise, I'm not 100% sure, because it's a bloody difficult one, isn't it? It's definitely above Halloween Kills for me. So in the ranking between Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween, and Halloween Kills, I'm going to put Halloween Ends.
2: What number is that on your list? So it's
0: number seven in my list. Ooh, okay. Uh, so, so what 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 are your ones above that then? Just go through your first top five then. If sorry, top, your first top five, top six. Top six. So it's Halloween twenty eighteen, then Halloween nineteen seventy eight, then Season of the Witch, then Halloween four, which I you know had a better time with than perhaps uh, I was expecting. Then Halloween two, then Halloween Rob Zombie, then Halloween ends, then Halloween kills, and then okay. obviously the rest. Um, so. I'm with you for most of it. I think we have quite similar to begin
2: with. I go Halloween 2018, Halloween 1979, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, then Halloween 2, then Halloween 4, Mm -hmm. then this one, Halloween ends, and then I go H205, Kills, Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie 2, Resurrection, and then The Curse of Michael Myers in 13th place. Tell you what, though, Ben, missed opportunity. I'd have wiped out an extra star for this. This is the thirteenth Halloween movie. Give me a hockey yeah. mask, just just sat at the <laughs> junkyard somewhere. Oh yeah, that would have been nice. Or him. when he was, or when Corey is picking masks out, let him pick out a hockey mask. Come on.
0: Yeah. Or just wear like an original, just an actual William Shatner mask.
2: You you were talking about the um, you were talking about the skeleton at the bottom of the pool being Silent Hill. Friday the thirteenth is that in the for horror franchises
0: right now it sure is uh okay what i'll do as well is i'm gonna get a lovely screenshot of our of our halloween rankings not this one sorry, sorry. <laughs> no no that. i mean I, that was for me that was for you to like make it appear if yeah. I if okay I cut my hands like this can you see yeah. there i'll get a screenshot and i'll share it on socials just like that um, <laughs> yeah I'll share it on social so you can see what our Halloween ranking looks like now as well after this episode goes live. Um so I'll put that on our on our Instagram or something. But yeah, it was a, a weird experience. Um but I'd rather have a weird experience where I'm like unsure how how I feel of a film rather than an experience where I'm like I hate this. And I didn't. And I know a lot of people did did hate this and you know you invest a lot of time and you we- invest a lot of um hope into into films like this and when they don't end up how you wanted them to it can be frustrating but you know i think it's about it's about mitigating
2: that isn't it because i've seen i i've seen you know people have people have enjoyed it people have not enjoyed it and there are those extreme ends like i've seen people saying this is a film that people will study in (laughs) in yeah years to come all right professor Uh, get to work on global warming or something right or he's uh, not offended. Neither should you be. You can like it or not, but you know, be be offended about stuff that is important. Like worry about these things. Uh, worry about different things. This is a film that you either enjoyed or didn't. For yeah, yeah. For me. Is it? Uh, has it come together as a fantastic trilogy? No. Do I? Do I care? Do, do I care that much? Ah, it was fine. It was. We yeah. uh, 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 still it, got.
0: Tw- we still got the twenty eighteen Halloween, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's it. It's such a a strange thing to look at from the creative perspective that genuinely, from such a a really diverse range of quality in terms of that film, it is strange mm-hmm. that these sequels. Um. Comparatively, a short number of years apart, and as part of what is meant to be a trilogy, you can have such a different reaction to across the board.
0: Yeah, they're totally all over the place, aren't they? Uh, uh,
2: you yeah, know, following that first one, which I think was the perfect legacy sequel. Like, yeah, twenty eighteen, fantastic. Um, the others have struggled to carry on that momentum because I think it was really hard to undo that as an ending. Yeah. Um. You know, you get to see some more Michael Myers, I think.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: Unless okay. I'm ever doing a binge and watching them all, I'll probably just watch the, the best one yeah. as a standalone film.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I think it works. Uh. Okay. So there, that is that. That's Halloween Ends. Obviously, let us know what you think of the film. Have you enjoyed it? Have you hated it? Uh. Or have you you're offended? Care. You I don't care. I don't care anymore. So... Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Thanks to our patrons, John Crinan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Laura Kendrick, Toby Miller, Lane Spencer, Ollie Child, Leslie Carlo, Julia Bilgren, Nick Spill, Rob Parker, and Pazuzu. Thanks to Taj Easton for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Please consider giving us a rating or review and head over to the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board of Advisors for more. We're on Twitter at horror underscore hangout underscore and we're on Instagram at horror hangout podcast. Next week um is I guess it's a Halloween special next week, this is it's the last episode before the big day. Um John Crinnan patron against his will and a friend of the show and a regular collaborator will be joining us to talk about Ghost Watch, which yes. should be fun. That he is since Ghostwatch, thirty Lydia, bloody years 30 yeah. years
2: old and then tell you what the the world the world willing i will be joining you ben <laughs> live via satellite
0: from from vegas live via satellite from vegas that's kind of terrifying in a way uh and and amazing you know i'll come uh, hollywood i'll
2: bring i'll put some glasses on that
0: background you know when you're like the entertainment correspondent for like the news, oh yeah, I'll do BBC that. News or something. We've got our entertainment correspondent. You've gone all the way to Vegas, and for some reason, you're still covering a BBC made for TV <laughs> horror special. Okay, looking forward couldn't, to it. Um, be but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, catch you next time. Yeah, bye everybody. See you later. Evil died tonight. Evil dies. Am I right?